those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor. Highlander and Emperor's Court. It's a celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skids. We're going Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga River, live from Cleveland, Ohio, USA tonight, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Emperor's Court here on Verse the World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I'm your host, the Emperor, joined in studio, as always, by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And back into my left, Mystic Mim, who is sipping uh-huh. on her milkshake. Oh, is that what that is? I'm guessing, because oh, she okay. says like a gallon of ice cream. She yeah, got a chocolatey goodness. Chocolate, there chocolatey you go. Chocolatey goodness. See, I'm more of a vanilla kind of guy. I have really? racist taste buds. I don't know why. It's I love chocolate. And if like chocolate, if chocolate and peanut butter put together, I that is my kryptonite. So you're like what, like a like a Reese's mark? Love Reese's, Fifth Avenue, Butterfinger. See, Mr. Mim is kind of the, our chocolate connoisseur, but it's only you know bits and pieces. You know, uh, in certain, she has to have a taste for it. You need to have chocolate covered bacon. It is the greatest thing ever invented. Dog treats for humans. I would love to try chocolate covered bacon. Really, it's, it's amazing. I think I could get in on that. Every, everyone has the same reaction. You, which chocolate covered bacon, and then no. they eat it, and then they're like, oh, must have more. <laughs> it's combining the two best things in the world. Salty and, and chocolate. There you go. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, actually, Honda, or some, sorry, somebody was mentioning the IRC channel if we were broadcasting from the new location. No, we're not. Actually, that is the focus of this week. In fact, Mystic Mim and I are going out tomorrow to find one carpeting and two paint for our basement. Since I cannot find anyone to do the drywall that I had hoped to put up, we're just going to say screw it and we'll do it at a later time. Unless somebody out there knows who will do drywall for us for yeah. free because they love us. Yes. See, you can donate to the show by putting up drywall. We need what, a frame. What are you dr- going to paint, though? You're, are, the you're, wall. You're going to paint the concrete? Yeah. Really? Well, I mean, we're, thought, we're thinking about that. I mean, really, all we need down there is carpeting, furniture, and the TV. The problem is... Right. There's I mean, if, 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 it were, if we weren't doing the show, then right. it would be fine. But it, it's the echo you're worried That's about. That's what I'm worried about. Well, that and the fact that when I actually put my, my surround sun in there, it's going to be you know, echoing all over the damn place. Right. And I, you know, I, although I want to loud enough the neighbors know what I'm doing, I, I don't want to... put up wanna... some blankets or, uh, or, or tapestries if you want. Right. That's what we were discussing, actually, was, uh, yeah, Miriam, that's not very funny. <laughs> actually, it is. Oh, no, I'm freezing. 
But uh, yeah, we were thinking about getting you know a bunch of these fleece blankets and you know mm-hmm. hang up around the edge and just finishing the basement later just to make it livable. And he's had the carpeting and the furniture in there. Right. Wait till you see the furniture we got. Mystic Woman and I dropped how much? Forty six hundred dollars. Yeah, I thought it was like five grand. Yeah. Insane amount. Yes, the receipts actually just came in today. Did they? Okay, good. Don't lose those just in case something goes wrong. Well, but it's good stuff. So, what did you all buy? Well, we bought a, a full bedroom set. Okay, a really, really nice, you know, veneer full wood set. Uh huh. And then we got a really nice sofa and couch. Okay. Was that Mystic Man? Extra dresser and nightstand. Hun, if I knew you were going to be in here, I would have slipped the third mic. In fact, I'm. Well, I might do that for the third hour. No, I, I'm going shopping. Okay, you're going. Sh- of course, I you are. Buy more stuff, girly stuff. Well, Yay. But then there's a, a very nice uh, couch and sofa for the upstairs that Mystic uh, Mim picked out. For the upstairs? Yes. Okay. We've got a furniture upstairs. We've got a family room upstairs. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm, until you fill those with other right. things. Right. And yeah. then the basement, which is where we're going to set up all of my stuff. Right. I you know, have a nice sign that says, No Girls Allowed, gotcha. QRLZ. And it's going to have recline, microfiber reclining uh, couches and sofas. Nice. It's or, I'm sorry, a couch and a love seat, and they've got like cup holders and a console and cool, cool. Oh, it's awesome. So, what what kind of colors did you go with? Uh, black for the upstairs. We uh-huh. actually had to have a special order so it matches her gigantic friggin'. And that's one one thing you should be doing, Mystic Mim, is turning the armoire into a TV cabinet. Hint, did he hint, hint? We need power tools. Oh, that's right. Okay, we need power tools. So, if you want to donate power tools to the show, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're gonna keep going back to that well. Ugh. Um. And then the downstairs is like a like a milk chocolate brown. Okay. Not the color I wanted, but for the price, for what it is, right. I couldn't pass it up. So I assume then you're going to rip out that uh, green carpet that's there? No, the green carpet will stay. Okay. Because it'll, it'll match the stuff upstairs. But downstairs, we're going to get a different kind of carpeting. Okay. I tell you what I really want, is I'm thinking about getting a third couch to put in the basement. I mean, Mr. Quim, I'm thinking about that love seat with the, uh, the cup holders. We could have two of those plus the couch. We could fit. You're shaking your head no? Two, four, seven. It'd be seven people. We need more seating. What? We need more seating. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. If we get that, we have more seating. No, we only get two seats. Right. The other one, we get three. So you, you're, oh, you're, you're, saying, you're, you're saying buy a whole other couch? Actually, I think it's seat? $100 more for the couch than it was for the love seat. I was just thinking, well, seven what you should get for the show when you what? sit there. Have you ever seen those? Uh, it's like a seat and a half. I can't remember what the technical term for it is, but it's like a... It's like almost like a, a cross between like a couch it's kind and of like, like a, a seat. lounging chair. It's like okay. a, but it's like huge. It's no, we've seen we saw several of those there. Okay, it's just they won't make it down the stairs. Oh, the, problem is okay. that the way the basement's made, it's like a 20, 29 inch door, which uh, is not those are standard. Always rough. Yes, yeah, and that's a, kind of a hard turn to get down there. So that's why I that's why I always go with IKEA because then it's it just comes in the flat. Now, you have to, put it, there's, there's yeah, no, you have to put it together, right. which is it's not that difficult. You I know, mean, the closest IKEA is to us. Uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's right. I ain't yeah. driving four hours. Well, when, when I was Pittsburgh. in Orlando, there's one in Orlando, so it was actually pretty that's nice. There's a lot of Mexicans who put the stuff together for you. You know, that's what I really need is go find myself some Mexicans. In fact, you would think the economy being as bad as it is, there'd be somebody out there willing to do drywall, but no. There's normally that's what FEMA those, stands for. Did you know that? that? Find every Mexican available. That's what FEMA stands for. Find <laughs> when they were really? when they were rebuilding New Orleans. <laughs> Have some money. Ah. <laughs> uh, Actually, there is one part I do want to drywall, which is where the, the frame's already there. We're just going to throw the drywall up uh-huh. where the TV's going to go. And I had this debate, and Mystic Mim, of course, shot it down. But what would you rather have, Highlander, an 80-inch LCD TV or, or? You mean there's a an or? full okay. clip? Don't you dare, Mystic Mim. I'm not stupid. I was born at night. I was not born at last night. Or a clipsch surround sound set. 7.1, really nice. We're talking like... The stand speakers, the bookshelf speakers, the whole nine yards. You, ah, I would, I would rather have the eighty-inch television. Cold. 
<laughs> I'd, I'd rather have the 80-inch television. Get your head out of my pants. Hands down the 80-inch television. Think so? That's Absolutely. Everybody told me. I'm like, okay. Absolutely. I don't even have to think about that. 80-inch. It's an 80-inch like, television. Right. I got a 50-inch, though. That's like a, what, an 80-inch. Is that like yes. a projector? No. Or I mean, that... LCD. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Holy Lord. Aaron's got one. Uh, in North Homestead, I saw it. That's where I saw really? it. Really? Like, yeah, I creamed myself. I'm like, I'm see, gonna... that's, see, that's because that's like a... It's like a statement piece. Right. You walk down there, you're like, look at my giant television. <laughs> He's overcompensating. It's like, uh, exactly. It's like, uh, you ever hear that Weird Al Yankovic song, Frank's 2,000-inch TV? I yeah. That. I have that. It reminds me of do that. Do you? I do. I'll have to yeah. load that into the system someday. I have it around my house somewhere. I don't know. Speaking of systems, Varyar has supposed to send me over the specs for my new machine later tonight. Ah, fantastic. Whopper 2, I call it. Whopper? So the, yes. is this Whopper 1? Uh, yes, it would be. Now, you're talking about the uh, uh, Matthew Broderick. Yes. Uh, would you like to play a game? Yeah, I can't remember, the name, the, nuclear war. I can't remember the, the name of the movie now. It's what we do every friggin' week. Put on the show. Oh, War Games. That's right. There you go. That's right. But yes, but, this but see, it, got it, 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 everything. It doesn't. If you want to make it the Whopper, you need to have like lights on the side. You need the the W H O. Was it W H P P R? Is that what I think it was, it was like W H O P R? Something like yeah, something, something like that. Like that. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, I figured Mister Bim could use this one then, and then I will have the new machine that will last me for the next seven eight years. Nice. Some funding required, however, because it's about like fifteen hundred bucks for everything that's going to go into. It. I don't doubt it. Yeah, but I mean, but trust me, this thing would glow from space. We would never have a problem with resources when it comes to this show. That's for damn sure. Fantastic. Which is what I had asked him to design with them, with that in mind. Mm-hmm. Not only is it going to be gaming, but you know the expanded ideas we want to do with this show. Because let's be honest, with the growing numbers, we need to expand. I have sure. new ideas, especially with the amount of room we're going to have. Right. And Mr. Pim and I have talked about a couple of different ideas we want to do for various aspects and additions to the show. Speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, later this evening, a programming note, around the 7 o'clock hour, we are going to have a very special uh, guest join us on the phone for an interview this Are evening. we really? Yes. I, you didn't tell me about that. I, I have been tweeting about it, and I mentioned it on the, uh, only okay. because it, it's developed in the last 24 hours. Oh, okay. Um, they actually approached me with the idea, and I thought it was awesome. Okay. I'm surprised we actually landed this particular interview. I didn't think we would. It's kind of a big deal. Oh, all right. Uh, this cool. person's been in, in the news quite a bit the last couple weeks. Okay. So it's kind of a coup for us to get it. It's my understanding that he's a fan of the show. Oh. I'm not really sure all right. how that happened or... You know how it came about, but apparently that's the case. So expect that after the uh, first break when we come back. We're probably going to do that interview. This will be... Uh, oh, okay. Awesome. Rather interesting. So I, I can't wait. I'm a little nervous, I'll be honest with you. Really? Uh, yeah, because it's, okay. it's you know kind of a big thing. And I'm, I'm curious to see what, what turns out. And we'll see how that goes. Um, so, Barry, for those of you bad with math and time zones, the 7 o'clock hour is almost isn't in about an hour. Yeah, about 45 minutes away. So there you go. Emperor's going to interview Mubarak. I believe he's in a coma, actually. So what do you think about the riots? <laughs> what are you going to do as the president of Egypt? Former president Definitely, of Egypt. Well, yeah, he stepped down, didn't he? Yes, he did. He yeah, how about those Middle East countries? Rather than protesting, they're gunning them all down, I've noticed. It's pretty horrible. Did uh, the Princess Imperial leave? Or is she still here? She is playing with her spaghetti. Okay. Playing with she's her going out for the evening with her girlfriend this she, the night. So. She did inform me. Yeah, she's going to the Saturday night dance. Yes, and then uh, it's, over yeah, really, it's like a, it's kind of like an open gym type thing where they got a lot of games. There's a dance for the kids, and they run around oh, okay. and play dodgeball, and they've got you know party games on the play, and they do it every Saturday. Okay, was it like at the at the local rec center? Or yeah, kind of. It's or? it's like the old prison that was my middle school. 
Nice. That they then condemned and then somehow uncondemned and made it into a community center. Okay. I don't ask me. I think it was built yeah. in the 20s. It it really is a friggin', you know, prison. It's not gnome-wise. There you go. I will no, tell you, it's not anybody related to the show. No. Or related to the network. Gnome-wise isn't that important. Not really. Cool guy. Helps out a lot. This you place know. would fall apart without him, but no. All right. Uh, also, uh, here it is, and I promised to do this because I did this one year ago. Little Rex is his birthday. Uh, Again? Yes. Wow. Uh, apparently, he's 25. Really? Today, so a happy wow. birthday to Little Rex. There's your birthday shout out. You owe me cake. Uh, if Little Rex owns a car, uh, the insurance will be going down. I think 25 is the. It is. The if first you're a, a male, and I assume he. I, well, I don't know. That's kind of questionable. It is. <laughs> Barry says you heard of your first and went to school, middle school, under prison. It, it's. Yeah, I'm sorry. 1925 was built? I'll take your word for it. All right. I, I don't know. Well, that's what. This one's saying, so I guess that's uh, that's probably the case. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know that they went to school with you. So, well, I don't think they went to school with me there, but oh, okay. apparently I know when it started. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we have a whole bunch of topics to get you this evening. We do have an interview coming up at 7 o'clock, or thereabouts. Right. Where do we want to start today, Hunter? In fact, let's tell me about how was your week? Because you know, How was my week? Usually run for the first half hour by telling us what's going my on. My week so. was painful. I, I told you about this. Yes, right when it walked in, I, I started a new uh, exercise regime. Right, the uh, the P ninety X system, which I've heard about. You got to make sure you enunciate that correctly because that didn't sound right coming out. The P ninety X, the penis ninety X, yeah, P ninety X. You need to get your head out of the gutter, sir. Okay, uh, uh, hey. Anyway, that that particular system, holy cripe, that thing is is a, a beast and a half. And even like even the documentation is like this is going to suck. You're going to you're going <laughs> to. I th- I think that time. is verbatim. I, I I'm trying to think. A lot of it's like this is going to be hard. You're going to be swearing. It's going to be tough. <laughs> but if you stick through it, at the end of 90 days, you will be a changed person, guaranteed. So now I'm I'm, I'm not doing all the food stuff because they they have they want to have you drink their like their protein shakes. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then, and they the also money. have like uh, nutritional information, like you know, eat this in the morning, eat this in the afternoon, kind of thing. And I mean, I, I eat relatively healthy to begin with, so I'm I'm not too worried about. Having to go out and buy all new food, but man, that that's I've I've only started a couple days, but my entire body is aching right now. It's it's ridiculous. Well, I'll tell you what, in a month and a half, come back and tell me how it works. If it works for you, then I'll give it a shot. Okay. Mystic Man, will you give it a shot too? I will give it the old college try. I mean, do you have to go and buy the weights, or do they come with it? No, you have to buy all that kind of stuff. Okay, because you, you have to bring, you have to buy weights, you have to you know. Buy all the equipment necessary. Okay, so I'll go buy it then from the store and get it like they're cheap. They need like uh, you, you you need like some weights, uh, one of those like rubber bandy. Yeah, I got things. one of those from okay. baseball. Yeah. Then as long as you have weights and a rubber bandy thing, you're pretty much good to go. Uh, if a, a mat would be nice because a lot of things you have to lay on the ground. It's like a, a yoga Ooh, mat. A yoga mat. Kind of yeah, mat. Yeah. yeah. That's about it. Okay. Well, and then and then go. water. Yeah, they tell you to water. There's there's water breaks in the middle. Yeah. I've been drinking water. <clears throat> Why your hands are freezing cold, woman? Jesus, go! Work. I'm on the air and you're doing this. How unprofessional is that? For one, it's making me cold. That's not good either. <laughs> it gets me cold in a different way. Apparently, there are other people in IRC who are also doing P90X. Yeah, I think Martyrdom said he was going to. Martyrdom's on day 68. But, Emperor, it's funny. No, it's not. It's not funny. It's freezing. You don't understand. Her hands are ice cold, and she's doing it deliberately because it, it freezes me out. Anyways, speaking of Mystic Mim, since she did the voiceover for this, we might as well click on this so you can get in on the show. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net 
or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. I almost want to do the interview now. I really do, but we got to wait from the call. Well, we got I, I, I mean, I assume they're not here. Or, well, no, know, they haven't called the computer in. Or whatever, so, so. Uh, yeah, I do have my questions, and I, I did a little research into this, so I do have questions I want to ask them. Okay. Um, and we'll get to that, but yeah, we we have to wait for them to call us, unfortunately. That's, that's right. kind of the drawback of it. They've got my number, but I don't really have theirs, so I'm really hoping they call in because they know this really does suck. So what do you want to go to first? Mary Kay says, that's what happens when you keep your wife in your freezer, Emp. Well, I had to put the microphones in the kitchen so that she could help and, and join in the show. Ah, <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so professional, especially. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Guinness ranks the best video game characters of all time. I saw that. I, I, I didn't turn in this article, even though I saw it. I didn't know that it was really a huge thing. But we can go ahead and do it. That's Holy cool. shit, it's got 50 of them. Well, we can probably yes, burn it's, through it's, this pretty That's quick. the reason why I didn't do it, because it was 50 we of them. We can burn through this. We can do like, right. the top 20. This is from Kotaku.com. The Guinness Book of World Records is starting to take a keen interest in video games, even released what I think is a pretty spiffing... Spiffing? Annual focusing on new video games. On video games. Now they've released a fan-voted top 50 video game characters of all time, and now you may be surprised at who made it in. All right. Well, are we going to start at the top or yes. work the way down? Yes. We'll just stop. Do you want to work at the... Yeah, let's do the top work. 25. Work at the bottom. Work our way up. Okay. So the, at, at 25? We'll yes. Start? Okay. So 25 is Shadow from uh, Sonic. Really? Uh, all right. Uh, 24 is Sam Fisher from Splinter Cell. Okay. 23 Mega Man. I now, thought see, Mega Man a, would be higher. I, than I would think so, too, considering he's a franchise. Right. I mean, yeah. Uh, 22 CJ Johnson from mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. That's very strange. That's one game for one character. That's kind of... Yeah. I mean, he's he's the main character in San Andreas. Well, I understand. That. And it's I, a good I game. Think. I mean, it was yeah, big, but I, I don't think it was that big. Yeah. Uh, twenty one is Yoshi. Yoshi, what fucking useless is that? As a dinosaur, you got a punch in the head to have it stick out his tongue. Well, it's it's still very iconic. I, I going back though. I, I find it funny if if you look C J Johnson from that one game, but right. in between Yoshi, who everyone knows who Yoshi is, and right. Mega Man, two franchise. Pretty, I mean, pretty iconic yes. characters. You yes. know, I mean, you can look at them and know know exactly who they are, what, right. where they're from. You look at C J Johnson. I guarantee you're not going to probably unless you've them. actually played that game all the way through. You're right. not going to know. Right? You're no, have I, to think about I agree. It. I just find it funny. That's and it. you know what? And the number twenty just kind of feeds into that too. Is uh, Pikachu from Pokemon? You know everything. Everything. Yeah. Uh, Nineteen Marcus Finnis from Gears of War. Again, one game character. Yeah. Eighteen Kirby from you know everything. I mean, I can understand that because it's. I mean, Kirby's had a, a, a string of successful games. Sure. The Epic Yarn being the last one to come out. Uh, 17, Captain Price from Call of Duty 4. Again, one character, one game. Yeah. I mean, I guess, of course, this is voting on by you know people, and I'm sure the majority of people voting on this thing have got to be under 21, so they probably right. haven't heard I mean, these like, characters. Like everything like this, it does end up being some sort of a popularity If you're some kind of yuppie so. hipster, you should be like castrated and not be able to vote on anything because you don't know your roots. Continuing. You don't know your roots. You don't, they don't know their roots. They don't know the history of video gaming. We, Highlander, you and I, and Mr. Pim, cut our teeth on the Atari and Nintendo generation. We are the Nintendo generation. Right. We are the Atari generation. No one should have an opinion on video games other than us, because they didn't start with when we did. When we die, then they can start having an opinion. Until then, shut your goddamn hole and just play the video games. Let us vote. I think that's funny. Can, I think it's true. Continuing. Nah. Uh, Nathan Drake from Uncharted. Uh, 15 is Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank. I love mm-hmm. those games. 14, Samus Aran from Metro. I would agree with that one. 13, uh, Nico Bellic from Grand Theft Auto 4. Another one I, I would not put up there in the top 50. Not, not 
not so high up. This one pisses me off, too. Soap McTavish from Call of Duty 4. Again. Two in the top 25 from a game that's only three years old. That's that's very interesting. Uh, number 11 is Crash from Crash Bandicoot. All right, number 10 is Sonic from Sonic the Hedgehog. Number 10 is Sonic. Yeah. I, I'm surprised it's so low. I, although, thinking about it, seeing how Sega has dropped out of the hardware part of video gaming, I, I guess that's a result of... Of how far he's dropped. Otherwise, think, if, if Sega was making video game systems, right. probably would be higher. I mean, they're still making se- Sonic games. I mean, they Sega's are. still out there. They are. But again, that's one of those, those like I said, iconic. It, it, it's one of the symbols of, I mean, it's it's their franchise character. Like Mario right. was from Nintendo, like Crash Bandicoot was for the PlayStation. Right. Sonic was for Sega. Exactly. Number nine is Kratos from God of Kratos. War. Kratos. I always get that mixed up. Eight is Gordon Freeman from Half-Life. I can understand that one. Laura Croft is number seven. Eh. Pac-Man is number Pac-Man six. Pac-Man should be friggin' number one. Nah, Pac-Man should not be number one. Pac-Man should Pac-Man? be up there to top five, not number one. It's kind of like Coca-Cola. Anywhere you go in the world, you show a Pac-Man symbol, you know exactly what you're talking about. True, so but he Pac-Man still shouldn't be number one. or a deformed pizza. One of the two. Number five, Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII. No, he should not be top five. Considering the other games that he's kind of, he's kind of explan- expanded into... The Kingdom Hearts game, you have Dirge of Cerberus he's in, you've got you know the movie that was actually very successful. I don't know, I think you'd make a, an argument for the least top ten. I'm, I don't know about top five. On the list, not top five, though. Uh, number four, Solid Snake. Um, the Metal Gear I series. I don't know if he should be top five either. Well, again, the Metal Gear series was, top, was pretty top, big. Top ten, yes. Maybe not top five. Okay. All right, here we go. Number three, Master Chief from Halo. No, as, at number three. I don't know. Well, again, that's the Xbox crew getting, in, getting their votes in. That, that's people that need to be castrated so they don't breed. No. Number two is Link from The Legend of Zelda. I can understand. I agree with you. And number one is, I totally agree with you this, know, Mario. If it's Mario not should be number Mario. one. Yeah, if it's not Pac-Man, then it's Mario. That's one of the reasons why I would not put because Pac-Man Because Mario went in, came in at the same time Mario, Pac-Man. really, the Super Mario Brothers really redefined video gaming. It, it really, I mean, there's, there's periods where like, before Super Mario Brothers and after Super Mario Brothers, so I'm, I'm not surprised Mario's number one. It, it says, be. Sonic games have sucked since 2D. Oh, okay, I can agree with that. I used to play the hell out of those Sonic games for the old Sega Genesis, but I'd tell you since then I really haven't you know touched them. Never so. had a Sega Genesis, really? No, I, I had a one of my neighbors had one, so I, I it's not like I never played it. Don't but, you have an emulator at home? No, oh, all right. I have I have too many other things to do than to do than that. to play old school games. So you you know you've got to play old school Genesis games. Yes. Those are some of the best games, but you'll play like current games. You burn through in five hours, but you can you can't play, you know, friggin' Sonic, which will keep you occupied for fifteen. Sonic, no, it's no. fun. There's a shitload of Genesis games, dude. They're all good. I, I talked to Baron about this and Varyar and Legal Tender a whole bunch. When we actually get in, into the basement, we're having people over, and by God, we're going to have a roundtable about the old school games because we're you apparently have missed out on quite a bit. You never played any of the Genesis ones. No, I've I've, I've played Genesis games okay, before. But apparently, not very many. What about Super Nintendo? That's what I had. I had okay, a Super yeah, Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Yeah. I was, I was a Nintendo kid. This is from Escapist Magazine. Uh, no Doubt gets the go-ahead on Activision lawsuit. Well, that's kind of suck considering Activision's already dropped all that uh, music stuff. Right, I mean... This lawsuit's still going on. Well, I, I mean, because it was already in... Right, no, I understand. So... I understand. All right, two years ago, No Doubt initiated a lawsuit against Activision, which we talked about on the show, right. over the fact that their in-game avatars could be used to sing non-No Doubt songs. Oh, no. Something that was not in their contract with the company. Jesus Activision Christ. promptly I, uh, filed a countersuit, many parts of which were quickly slapped down by the court, specifically the parts claiming that using the avatars in whatever way it wanted was free speech. Activision took that finding to appeals court, which was just recently upheld by the California Court of Appeals. 
No Doubt's lawyers made specific mention of the ability to make a band frontwoman Gwen Stefani sing the Rolling Stones song Honky Tonk Woman. <laughs> the result being an unauthorized performance by the Gwen Stefani avatar in a male voice boasting about having sex with prostitutes and calling the whole affair a virtual karaoke circus act. Whether or not the suit actually goes forward depends on activism choosing to further appeal the case, which will likely hinge on the outcome of a similar case being heard by the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals in which several ex-college football players are suing EA and the NCAA over the use of their likenesses without their permission. I guess there's a difference between the two. In one, no doubt, signed a contract to appear in this game and have their music played, all right? Right. So they're appearing in the game. The college kids... You don't get any kickback from that. And as an NCAA student... Allegedly. Allegedly. You don't get any money from these companies. At least you're not supposed to when it comes to this. Uh So I can understand them not wanting their likeness depicted in the game. I get that. Because they're not even allowed to use their real names in the game. Right. I'm I'm kind of surprised that they would use their their likenesses as real. I figured they would just use generic, you know, generic guy one. Which is what I'm sure that that EA is saying is that, no, it's a complete coincidence. We're just using generic, you know, whatever characters. Right, right. It's just in your mind that your character somehow looks like, you know, you do. So, anyways, <clears throat> I, I, I think the whole thing's kind of stupid. The fact that anyone's actually paying any attention to, to No Doubt, I think they should be happy with, considering they're, you know, fairly irrelevant. Even when they actually had a heyday, they were irrelevant. But uh, to me, I don't understand why it's such a big deal. This, to me, reeks of publicity and trying to get a few extra dollars out of it, out of a franchise, like you just correctly said, is now dead. Right. Guitar Hero's not around anymore, so... Although this is, uh, that's right, the 2009 Band Hero. In fact, that entire franchise is gone, isn't it? Guitar Hero, Band Hero. Uh, the only thing I read was Guitar Hero. It didn't. I didn't read anything about Band Hero or DJ Hero. I think I thought it was kind of rolled into that, considering it was all the same development team. The, on, the only thing the I read was Guitar Hero. I, I can't speak for the other the other. All right, games. where's the IRC bitch? None left. Do me a favor. Hunt around the interwebs and see if you can find anything about Band Hero, DJ Hero, any of that, to see if they're dead, too. My guess is that's the case, is that they're toast as, lo- as well as Guitar Hero. It wouldn't surprise me, but right. like I said, the, o- the only <clears throat> things I ever read was Guitar Hero was you know dropped by Activision. People want to know, Amp, will you take emails after the interview? Spelled wrong. Yes, if you want to... If you, okay, here's what I'll do. I'll put the, uh, the mailbag off until the, towards the end of the second hour. So if you want to email after the interview is over, you may do so. Emperor1G at Cox.net. I've seen a little bit of... Uh, 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 speculation here as to who this interviewee is i kind of like that continue amongst themselves talk see if you can figure it out riches to the person who can tell me who it is <laughs> i think barry might have a clue but riches. we're not gonna <laughs> riches to the person who can bring me an asper mario kart is back have i seen this one? Oh yeah 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 this guy i there's an actual video out there of this dude who's got a go-kart and he dresses mario and he drives around uh yeah, uh, he did this two years ago. This is a new video. Oh, this is so. This is a new one that he's yes. done. It's a new Mario Kart prank. Yes, Remy Gilliard races pair streets. All right, we'll do this during the break so we can actually watch it because I have not. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. I have not. Okay, I did want to uh, engage you in a conversation. I, I actually meant to do this a couple of weeks ago, okay. but I didn't highlight. Now it. I don't know anything about this, so I'm going no, to go. No, I wasn't going to actually fly. talk about this. Oh, okay. So, um, gotcha. Yeah, no, you guys are going to get your clock clean on that one. That's supposing they can actually find the Democrats. They're hiding. Um, you didn't hear that part about the Democrats hiding? Yes. No, I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't go to Fox News. I go to real news. Sites. Okay, well, you can go to any one of them, but they fled the Capitol a couple of days ago, so they don't have to vote on the bill. They're hiding out in Illinois. Ah, uh, okay. The state police have been sent to find them, but uh, they're in hiding. Anyways, um, hang on. Let me uh, pull it up here. 
Unfortunately, I deleted the original email that went with it. So, but I do know I posted it on the forum, so that's where we're going to go to. Oh, okay. Da, 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 da. Speaking Sport of the forms. forums, uh, what was the end result of the uh, polling for all that? The polling stuff? is going for another week. In fact, oh, if okay. you want here, I'll show you the results because they're not public yet. Okay. Um, I'm not even sure they're going to be. I'm not really in the loop on this. Okay. Uh, but well, we I, have, I, I won't say anything then. We have three votes. There are three polls going on with another one going up, which I believe is going to include you specifically in the next one. Oh, all right. Uh, there are three polls in the VTW general forms that would like you to vote on, one of which is which uh, kind of show do you prefer, live or podcast? That's prefer. Not necessarily. You have to listen to that, but which one do you prefer? One is which show do you think would be better served broadcasting as a video cast as opposed to radio? And then the third one is, which show do you believe is the most interactive with its community and fan base? And it's important that you vote on these, ladies and gentlemen, because this is marketing research we desperately need for the network. It's giving us an insight into how you perceive the different shows, so we can go based on that. So this is the results of the videocast one. All righty. Not surprising there. Not too surprising. Actually, none of these are really surprising to me. Um, I'm not really sure how anybody else is going to view them on the station when they actually go public. Uh huh. This the this one's catching up, which I'm a little surprised by. I thought this. Would be, I mean, it's it's still in commanding lead. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then there's this one, which surprises me not at all, based on what I know of everything else. No, I'm not surprised at that. So now, yeah. unfortunately, that doesn't really tell me anything I don't already know. But it's still it's kind of nice. If anything, it's nice to for the other shows, including to see, ourselves, to see to get know, an idea of what's going to on to see right. how everyone likes the other uh, shows. Here it is. All right, this is from an email I got from a listener. Uh, this is a few weeks ago. Uh, Empen Highlander, I'm a big fan and have been listening for a long time. I noticed that you don't play as much hip hop or rap anymore. Not that you ever really played a lot of it. I'd like to hear some more rap mixed in for the pre-show and during the breaks, like some Snoop or Tupac, old school or Nas and Dre. All right. I have no idea who Nas is, but I don't think VTW would have a problem with songs dropping N-bombs if that's what you're afraid of. If it's because you just don't like rap, well, fuck you, play some anyways. It's from Rotter. I think that's more what it has to do with. You just don't like rap. So, I mean, yeah, that's, it's, it's the Empress. You know, you, you play the songs that you like to hear. Yeah. The other thing, too, is that the ability for me to play certain music during the shows uh, doesn't encompass, because of, of the agreements I have, doesn't encompass... All types of music. <clears throat> Hip-hop and rap is a little harder to get you know, permission and licensing for to play music of. That's why you don't hear a great deal of it here. Uh-huh. But what it really comes down to is a lot of the songs he wants to hear, I'm assuming this is a he, um, have to do with the N-word being used. And it's a, it's a question I asked listeners, and I said this. The listener brings up an interesting point. I do deliberately shy away from any kind of song that uses N-bombs as part of the lyrics. Granted, none of the music makes it into the podcast, so it's not like 95% of you are ever going to hear it anyways. But are we being too cautious about the N-word in this format? Should we open it up to use some pre-show music? Or should we keep a zero-tolerance policy? I know that people use other derogatory slang words for other nationalities and races, and no one bats an eye, because the listeners understand it's all in good humor for the show. Maybe it's just an American thing, but the N-word is an entirely different realm all its own. And then I opened it up for opinions and, and what have you of mm-hmm. the various... And this went on for a couple of pages of people debating it back and forth. I, I wanted to run it by you, Hounder. What do you think? I mean, songs that involve the N-word. I mean, it's, it's, it's something... I, w- I would have to say, given what we do on this show and the nature of certain segments, such as, say, my own that we do at the end of the show, it would be slightly, perhaps the word is hypocritical, to say that you know we don't want to play a song because it might be offensive to a certain particular group, mm-hmm. considering how 
really a lot of our humor is derived from making fun of right. particular groups. I guess the difference is, and I, I now let me. I'll, I'll just ahead. I'll just say real quick. Um, having said that, if a, a lot of like I said before, a lot of the songs we play, you know, on the shows, if if you're listening live, are songs that we like. And I, I know for a fact that Amp just does not like rap. It's just not, not his particularly. Thing. No, doesn't like it. So that's really why you don't hear rap if you're listening live to the pre-show or the commercial breaks or anything like that. And that's that's really what it boils down to. It's it's not really a question of trying to avoid making fun of a particular group or or looking out for you know racial epitaphs. You know, good lord, we use those things all the time on the show. It's it's just a question of you know do we like the song do we like the music if we do then you know we'll throw it on there and if we don't then we don't I mean there's there's a lot of music we play on the show that probably more people listen to rap than they do these particular songs and we're talking about like video game soundtracks and eight bit things and things like that that you know are, are probably far less mainstream than you know hip hop or rap right so it's it's you know it's six of one half a dozen of another that's, yeah, well, that, that's and favorite. you're right what it really comes down to is the fact that it, it's not really something that i do enjoy and it is kind of difficult uh, again the agreement i'm using is an old 1g agreement that's still active so we can use some music like you said I, i'm not a rap and hip-hop fan I, no. I never have been no never have as far as i've known you you've never right. liked it. that doesn't mean i don't have some i do but what i do have and specifically what this gentleman is asking is stuff that's going to be is going to have n words in it, which I you're right, it is hypocritical, and I'll be the first to admit it. I'm a hypocrite mm-hmm. because in this country you can say WAP and Dago and Mick and everything else, and no one bats an eye. You say that, and it's World War Three. They're going to drag you in front of a court. You're going to get sued. You're going to find your face in the paper. It's going to be in the news. You know, Emperor is a racist who hates African Americans. Yada 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 yada. It's a whole different ballgame when it comes to that particular word because that's what it's been made into. Now, the majority of people on the forums made this, a similar point that you and I hold to is that a word only has the power that you give it, and it depends on the context. True, it does, yes. We do this in a very satirical format where, you know, when we do the quickening or we do the mailbag or we do whatever bit or, the, you know, whatever cracks we make, mm-hmm. mostly from you, not that funny, <laughs> um, it's uh, because it's done in a comical setting. Yes. Tongue, tongue firmly planted in cheek. Now, if I was a black guy, that'd be fine. I can do that. Anybody else? No. Sure. And that's the problem. And, and I, if I was going to mix in music, hip-hop, and rap, I would probably mix in stuff that didn't have that in it. And unfortunately, that's going to wipe away a lot of what's popular. The only thing I can think of is Will Smith. and uh, Yeah. I mean, take him or leave him. I mean, he's right. okay, I suppose. Yeah. You know, he's better than... Then I don't know. <laughs> Moving on, but yeah. I just thought it was interesting that, and I got started uh, thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? That it, it is kind of hypocritical because we don't dare go near that. I don't think you've ever mentioned that, even despite no. All else, I will. I, I will never use that particular word. Nor will I. No. And is it hypocritical? Absolutely. But that's yeah. Just the way it, it is. It is to a point. And it I think it's an American point. thing. So I think our, our European. I, I would in, think it's definitely an American thing. Yeah. And let's be upfront. It's probably because of slavery. You know, right. Let's let's let's. Call a spade a spade, you know, so to speak. But That's I mean, probably why? Just uh, freaking Europeans brought them here. I, slavery was actually bigger in other countries than it was in the United States. But it, it's, it's, I think it's a cultural phenomenon here, specific here. You know, I, I suppose you could drop that in Australia. I mean, they got Aborigines. It's the same way over there. If you right. could drop that, I don't think you'd have the same kind of effect. No, I'm, 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 I'm sure, sure they got their own terminology. I'm just going to yeah. say, I'm sure the Australians have their own terminology for, I mean, Aborigines that, and things. What do you like expect that. from a penis colony? It's just the way they are. Bunch of dicks. It's, you know. 
Moving on. You tried to. I, I, I tried. I, it you tried a little too hard on that yeah. one. Yeah. You'll see why later. <laughs> Lucas uh, says, the N-word is a black word. Highlander, don't touch my word. <laughs> I'm rather glad. Well, then, well, then I, I, I tell you what, sir. If, if you try calling us a cracker, I'll smack you like, that's our word. <laughs> Only you. We can use that one. Faith says, George Carlin proved otherwise, Imp. However, I see your point. Okay, name me some other white guy other than George Carlin who got away with it. And George Carlin got away with it mainly because he was already a well-established comic who hated everybody to begin with. Right, that, that was his whole shtick. And I, I, I know the, the bit in particular he's talking right. about. Yes. I mean, George Carlin is... That's what George Carlin... Yeah. It's, it's, it's like the quickening. It's the same kind of thing. You, you establish yourself. I suppose I could. I mean, if I wanted to, I could use it. I wouldn't be afraid that we'd get taken off the air or something. It's just something I, I choose not to do. And that's me. And that's me. I mean, Manly says, I'd ra- I'm rather glad I come from a very accepting culture. Must be the six centuries of colonialism. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, so people are just debating it here in IRC. IRC is actually uh, starting to fill up there. It's got quite a few people in it. Which yeah. Is, it keeps when I came on, there was like 12 people. So you can always tell when it's getting time for uh, Amber Score to go live because everybody shows up. That's right. Fred says, I thought up. M. Shtick was that he hated everyone, too. It's not a shtick. I really do. I hate all of you. He does. I, I With a burning passion, even those who donated I, money I, to my mic stands, I, I secretly want you to burn in a fire. I, I do not understand why you worship at his feet. Because <laughs> it's like it's like Cthulhu. I mean, is, is it a thing where like you're hoping he eats you second to last? I'm not a benevolent guy. Those kind of things? <laughs> like, you, that's what you want to do. Just bear in mind, you know, it's, it's, the, uh, it's the story with the, the snake. The snake's dying, and the <laughs> woman picks it up, like, oh, nursing rat of health, and then Snake bites her bites in the sleeve. Like, yeah. why'd you like? I'm a snake woman. What'd you expect? That's a good story. It is a good story. I like that. <laughs> I'm sure you'd like that one very much. Yes. Bio says, M tells me before every show that he hates me so much. I actually email him and I make sure I have it a program that it's a macro that sends it <laughs> to it him. really? Noon on Wednesdays just to make damn sure he gets it. Wake up, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new day. I still hate your guts. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Uh, I guess it is kind of a shtick. All right. So what are we looking oh, at? We got now? other stuff to get to. Uh, I'm looking to see if there's an update on the 24-7 server. Apparently, our archive server went down earlier in the day. It's not up. Oh, So we're okay. fine if we're doing live. I see. So once we go off the air, there's nothing. It's dead. So uh, yeah. it's been kind of the running gag for the last several weeks. I think last week was the exception, is that when we go off the air, the Ampers Court archives come right on. That's, you know, that's true. I've noticed that past couple weeks. And it's weeks. completely random. I don't choose it. It's no, just that's it, what shows up. Yeah. So... Well, really, how how many people listen when there's no show on the air? When the archives are going? Yes. I mean, uh, really. I, I got to think there can't be that many. Probably because, not that because many. Because they're all in podcast form. Why, right. why wait to find something at random when you can just download the podcast well, to listen to it Well, because there are leisure. some people that will just stream it live rather than listen to it or, or download it. I mean, it's, it doesn't cost I mean, I, us a great deal. I don't. I, I take that back. I'm not really sure what it costs us to run the 24-7. Hmm. I have no idea. That, that's a gnome-wise and octail thing, so gotcha. I'm not sure. But, I mean, it brings up a good point. I mean, people are downloading the podcast. If you download it, yeah. Right. What, what's the point of listening to a, a stream? Unless you're going to run something else in the stream. You know, Which is possible. But then, in that case, then why have a, you know, then yeah. you could just have shows running 24-7. So, I, I, I don't know. I have no clue. Well, we got a bunch of other stuff to get to. Well, we're actually progressing through our list. Usually, we're completely derailed by this I am, I am very pleased at that. Uh, this is kind of interesting. That I forget who just sent this to me. Uh, apparently, it's Final Fantasy VII Rap. So I can't, I can't believe we segue right into that. Black material. Well, we're black listen material. To, we'll have to That's listen awesome. to this during the break. I don't okay. know what it is. I don't There's know. Yeah. you can buy it for ten bucks or twelve if I want it signed. I don't know who the fuck black material is. I know who black mages is. 
And I've got all three of their albums, but that's Nobu Tomasu. That's pretty much the guy. Right. Is this one of yours or one of None Left's? Uh, no, this is one of None Left's. This is from Forbes.com. Yeah, I didn't get anything from Forbes. The master of online mayhem. Go for it. Gabe Newell is the next billionaire in video games, and he's changing the the economics of the industry. I believe that's the head of Valve. Yes, he's the head of Valve, yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, Gabe Newell was going blind. The founder of video game seller Valve suffers from, I don't even know how to pronounce that, Fuchs dystrophy? Fuchs dystrophy. F-U-C-H-S. I don't know how to pronounce it. Call it what it is. Don't shy away from it. No! A, A congenital disease that slowly destroys the cornea. I have dead people eyes, he says at the time. Double cornea transplants in 2006 and 2007 cured him, and they changed him utterly. The thing that snuck past my defenses was that not only could I see again, but I could see better than I ever had before. I felt like I was in a fantasy story. It reminded me of how fast the future is coming at us and from what unexpected directions. The symbolism here is almost too juicy. Newell was one of the most clear-eyed seers of the digital economy, even with bad corneas. iTunes, Amazon, Netflix reshaped their slices of the media business by moving people from physical stores to the web. Valve has done the same thing with PC video games. Valve's site Steam has 30 million customers downloading PC games and add-ons. 30 million. Only Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony have larger footprints in the gamer community, for obvious reasons. A milestone was reached last year when unit sales of PC games via download outstripped sales of boxed games and stores for the first time, according to research firm NPD Group. I think Gabe is brilliant. He's one of the smartest people I know, says John Ricciccello, chief executive of one of the world's biggest game publishers, Electronic Arts. He has some sharp insights for what makes good games and for what's around the corner in technology. If you think about it, Steam was really ahead of the curve when it came to digital downloads. I yeah. mean, they really saw it coming down the pipeline. I'm... I've bowed to the inevitable, Highlander, that this is probably going to happen where everyone's going to move to that. Probably. The brick-and-mortar days are, are gone, and f- yeah. which is a shame. Um, there's a program actually I downloaded last night. Um, I, I paid a little more for it, and you'll see why a little later on. Okay. Um, in fact, I'll, I'll probably show it to you during the break. There's mm-hmm. a lot we've got to do during wow, the break. Wow, we've got a lot during the break. have a long break. But um, it was a digital only. I could pay 10 bucks for shipping for, and wait for it to arrive, but uh-huh. it's like... I get want it right this now. now. It's yeah. right. It's, it's the uh, instant gratification right. culture. Yeah. Steam controls half to seventy percent of the four billion dollar market for downloaded PC games. Holy four billion! Selling titles from bigger firms such as EA and Activision, as well as Valve's own games. Its fi- sci-fi shoot 'em up thriller Half Life Two has sold twelve million copies since two thousand four, and is the highest rated PC game on the website Metacritic. You really think Half-Life 2 is the greatest PC game of all time? Uh, no. Was it good? Yes. Oh, it's, it's one of the better ones. Yes. The best of all time. No. I don't know. No. I don't know. That, that's, I don't know anymore that you can really definitively say that there is a game out there that can make the call and say, best game ever. Best game ever. It's, it's really tough to say. And it really, Worst with, episode ever. With, with anything like that, that's, that's part of the joy of making a list. Because right. the, you get the, the little controversy of, why isn't that game on there? And right. Who put that at number four? You know, that kind of thing. Which is why we do them on the show. The 250-person company releases no financials, but according to Newell, is tremendously profitable. Ed Barton, a game, games analyst at IHS Screen Digest, estimates that Valve's revenue in 2010 was in the high hundreds of millions of dollars. A 2005 Forbes story on Valve had the company grossing $70 million with a fat $55 million in operating profit. Now, that was... That's insane. If and, you're and pulling that's, 50... And that's prior to, to Val. That's prior to Steam, if I remember correctly. Steam uh, wasn't out in 2005, was it? It might have been. Okay. 
I think it might have. I, still, it, it, it wasn't pulling in. 2004 is tickling in the back of my mind for some reason. It still probably wasn't pulling in the money that it was. it's doing now. So Valve is certainly not hurting for money. But, I mean, think about it. $70 million, 55 of it is operating profit. Jesus Christ. I don't know of a company in the world that has that kind of margin. I would... I. I would shit bricks for that kind of march. Absolutely. So I, I know it's just three more pages. Do we want to? Is, is this just a thing of? Is this just an article about how great Valve is, or is there a, basically what is it there is? A discussion revolved around this. The discussion sure about this going. is the fact that he saw it coming down the pipeline, and he was ahead of the curve in getting Steam up and ready. And and it goes on that that you know he's starting to show like it says right here. Last July, a new competitor emerged in a cloud gaming service on Live, which you brought up several months ago. Yes. We talked about this. Yes. Which does away with the downloads entirely. Instead, on live streams, games directly to PC or TV. The company won't release on how many customers it has, but is adding new services to Android tablets, smartphones, and TV set boxes. Newell says OnLive has done admirably figuring out how to stream games, but thinks the distribution method is inefficient and expensive. And this is the difference here. And he's kind of on the defensive in this uh-huh. because Steam doesn't have you needing to connect to play the games. You can download them. You know, and then play them. Right. With some exceptions. Remember the Assassin, uh, uh, Assassin's Creed brouhaha that you had to be online right. in order I, to play the single player. I remember like, talking about that's that. That's some yeah. bullshit right there. You know, I'm playing this Magic game, which I need to show you before you leave tonight. Um, do you have to get right out of here right for the show? No, I can say probably about a uh, half hour. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Martyrdom actually shelled out 10 bucks and bought me Magicka, which has been all everybody's been talking about. Oh, yeah. You, we were downloading at the end of the show. Right. Yeah. That's another one where you have to be on Steam on live oh, to play. Okay, it's not something that I prefer, but it's not exactly a very involved game either. But it saves your progress online. Oh, okay. So all again, right. unfortunately, I may have to bow to the end, the inevitable, kicking and screaming all the way. But I think that's what's going to happen too, Hounders. You have to be connected to the internet at all times in order to do that to play. Man, maybe I don't know. That's I mean, I, I suppose if if you're going to play Devil's Advocate, it, it allows you to upgrade the game without maybe players having to worry about upgrading it or anything like that or getting forced to stop and I guess you know you know like it's like when you buy World of Warcraft for the first time you don't actually play it you right. spend the first 6 hours upgrading it to where you're at the same patching level patching and everything else, else. Exactly. right right yeah. yeah how you guys uh you World of Warcraft fans liking that new patch and those hot fixes that came in that broke everything that shit's still going on man I when are you people going to learn? You're throwing money down the toilet. Just give it a rest. Give it, go away. You know, Eve, Eve Online still sends me stuff begging me to come back to oh, Eve so Online. I get the same thing from Ultima Online. I get their newsletter. I get the Warhammer newsletter. I haven't played those games in years. Yeah, I haven't played in a long time either. I mean, uh, uh, Hawk is still chirping in my ear. and Now Legal Tender is starting to get it. And he doesn't even play MMOs. Uh-huh. About the Knights of the Old Republic Online. Yeah, I, I would love to play that. That would be a lot. Because I'm a huge fan of uh, Star, Star Wars, Wars and that particular, uh, the Knights of the Old Republic and all that. I love those games. Yeah. Supposedly, Battlestar Galactic Online is now in open beta and playing. Yeah, if you go to sci-fi.com. Have you tried it? No, I have not. I, fa- I just finished watching all of Battlestar Galactica through Netflix. What would you think? Uh, I really liked it. Um, I was a fan. I don't think I was as big of a fan of the original series as you were. Because I know you, you, you rave about it all the time whenever you have the chance to. The original series was badass. But the original because, series was badass. Sure. It, I mean, no one ever had any... Uh, I'm sorry. No. Go ahead. But did, did, did I talk to you about Battlestar Galactica, like where, where the idea came from and everything? Yes. To, to redo it? Yes. It came from the guy who came from Voyager? Right. We thought that it was kind of... he was the right over there. And he was said, one of the writers. He was like, this is ridiculous. If they were like stuck in the middle of nowhere... You know, you'd we're, have nothing. We'd, yeah, everything would be dirty. Like, where right. are they getting all these shuttlecrafts from? And all that kind of stuff. And it, you know what? It was an original idea because that's what the original series was. You didn't have any food. You didn't have any ammunition. Right. You didn't have any fuel. Right. 
I I really liked it. I, it was it was a very dark for for a sci fi series. A lot of sci fi series aren't quite as dark as that. Uh, maybe maybe Blade Runner might be a little darker, but not by much. But really, I I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, the ending was not too bad. I mean, they they try to wrap everything up in a nice shiny bow. I didn't like the ending. I the only thing I really didn't like about the ending, and I don't know if we'll agree. Uh, well, if uh, okay, I'm I'm going to spoil the ending for you a little bit. So if spoiler you, alert! If, if you're planning on watching the end of Battlestar Galactica, you know, just plug your ears for the next couple of minutes or whatever. Uh, at the end, when they decide to abandon all their technology, yes, that's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. Right? Now, why would you do that? Yes. Why would you? Why would you condemn yourself to like you know your sticks and stones, sticks and stones, and and dying of the rickets? You know that that's that's stupid. There are things. I mean, I have read science fiction novels where, in one of them by David Weber, I've been reading for a while now, is that they're being chased by aliens. They've wiped out Earth and they they flee into deep space. They okay. land on a planet. And the thought process is if they never reach any kind of appreciable technology, said aliens will never find them because that's how they search for them is radio signals and all that. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I can I, – yeah, From that I'm perspective – I'm trying to make a, a yeah, case for it. But that's, that's not the case that they made in, in the – I understand. Right. They, they wanted a clean slate. Yes. And they, you know, in fact, they, they let the Cylons go, the, the Centurions. They let them go in the base star and they – Went off to who knows where. I don't know. Now, if it had been me writing the end of the show. No, you would have been... Uh, actually, you, know, you, you probably would have been Tom Zarek and probably would have attempted a coup and you know, whether it succeeded or not. And, if I was writing the show. Okay. okay. The Galactic if, comes if back writing to the show. Okay. And finds... Now, now the, the real Earth or the... Okay, our Earth or the other Earth? I kind of like the original ending. I'm sorry. I, I like the original series in that they find Earth. I just didn't like the way they handled it. Galactic so, 1980s, they find Earth. Right. They find Earth, they the find Earth one, and right. it's 1980. Yeah. Right. In the new series, I believe they find Earth, but millions of years before. I it's like, it a, it's, well, it, it takes place 150,000 years, years before. Because right. what happens the is at link. the end, then it, like, the, very, like, the epilogue is 150,000 years later. And right. They, and they, uh, there's like newscasts saying that they found uh, mitochondrial Eve, who is Hera, the, the little right, girl. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they, then the. The head six and the head baltar are talking. They're walking through the streets of New York. I would do it. I would do a crossover. Crossover with what? Star Trek isn't doing shit right now. They find the Federation of Planets. They form a huge battle <laughs> fleet. And they go back against the Borg slash Cylons. And you have the Cylons fighting the Borg because they're both machines. The Cylon fighting the Borg? Why you, you, not? you don't think they would, they would join forces? No. One wants to assimilate the other. One just wants to conquer the world or the Earth or the universe. No, it makes it much more fun if it's a three-cornered war. Okay. It would be awesome, and you know it, because there are no carriers in the Star Trek universe, which I never understood. No, because, well, it, there's no carriers because there's no fighters. That's my point. There, there's no single-person single combat After fighters. World War II, you would have thought they would have learned a lesson that you know, long-range fighters are better than having just a little battleship floating right. around. I, okay, and we're getting way out the hell. We're getting off. way. We're 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 delving into geek. Right it at well, the whole show is geek. <laughs> what the, the fuck? Anyway, you think you're trying to Oh yeah. Okay. I'll bring it all the way back. Right. No, I have not played the Battlestar Galactica. Anymore. I have not either. Although I've been I've been meaning to. I have not. There's a whole lot of shit I've been trying to do, like the uh, phones I want to set up so we can take phone calls from the public. We've got that. No one wise has it in place. 
I have not been able to get the time to put it together, and that's one of the reasons why I want to build the Whopper 2 machine. Okay. Is for the sole purpose of, one, doing video editing, because I want to do some video casting. Yeah, now for that, you're going to need a hell of a lot of RAM and a huge-ass exactly. hard drive. and that's what he's designed for me. The problem is, one, Mystic Mim is fighting me on it because we just bought a house, we're trying to outfit, don't have the money for it. Right. Um, and pretty much that's the reason why. So I've got to figure <laughs> out a way to fund this bitch to make it. Now... I can actually sell some of my professional baseball gloves, part of my collection, um, which I, oh, God, I don't want to do that. I really don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the possibilities, this creativity. Oh, absolutely. The yeah. creativeness we can actually put to use with a machine like this. I've got to find a way to fund the damn thing. It's I, a shame you don't like Apple because I've, I've used uh, Final Cut Express and the, the, Final the Cut. The thing of it is, though, so with Windows 7, which is what this one would have, right. most is, uh, it comes close to equaling what Apple can offer. With the, uh, with the aside that it's also a gaming machine. I don't have right. to, if I have a, a, you know, an Apple, uh-huh. I can play the same games I play now three years in the future. Okay. Maybe. Fair enough. Um, yeah. But I, I want to go back to a comment that Digit made. I, I kind of looked at this, and I thought this was kind of interesting. Hey, Amp, do you think that it's getting to the point the Internet may soon be considered a utility, like sewer and electricity? Uh, Absolutely. I would say no. I mean, do you, do you consider television to be a utility? Yes. For really? me, I do. For you? Okay. Yes. I would not, and that's one of the reasons why we haven't moved into the house completely yet, is for one, we don't have the furniture. But two, if I, I can take all my stuff and put it in the basement today and hook it all up. Uh-huh. It's going to suck. That's why I want you know, the carpeting all that in place. Mm-hmm. When that's in place, when I can move the computer over, I can move the TV over, all the game systems, the things that I do on a weekly basis for my entertainment, then I will truly feel that I am at home. Because then I can wake up, go to bed, go to work, come home, eat dinner, you know, help with the homework, help with the chores, or do the chores as it happens, and then you know, hop on the internet, do what I need to do. I mean, I, I can't think of a, a day I have not used the internet. I, I take that back. Actually, I have not been using it a great deal in the last several weeks, so that's a lot. Whenever I go on vacation, I don't use the internet. I don't either. When I go to like Otakon, we're gone for a week. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't use, use the computer. Like I'll, I'll be going in August to Reno, Nevada for a Worldcon. Right. I won't be using the internet. I, I won't be. I know. Because to me, it's not that big a deal. I, I don't miss it. Right. When I'm at home, I miss it because there's shit I got to do. I got to emails. I got to pay bills. I want to mm-hmm. check ESPN. I check the news. Um, absolutely, I, I think it's it's a utility for anybody. Our age and probably younger going forward from this you know point on. So yeah, I don't consider any medium to be a utility. Television, newspapers, radio, and you internet. can live without it. I think anybody sure. can adapt. You can to live without it, especially. If you I have think to. that I think that utilities are things that bring you entertainment values like television or you know driving your car. Gas, I would I would consider a utility because it allows you the freedom to go where you want to go you know, from point A to point B. I would not consider the car itself to be utility. Gas is the utility. So in this instance, the internet is not a utility. It's the electricity that you use. That, mm-hmm. is, that is the utility. That's, and part of my utilities are kind of rolled into my uh, cable because I've got a thing where it's cable, digital TV, and the phone, phone especially, all mixed into one. You kind of need the phone. Right. Um, so there's all that kind of mixed into one. And that's kind of the nice is that my house was re-cabled from the ground up because there's no cabling anywhere and they stripped it all out mm-hmm. when the guy who had it was was redoing it. So every single cable in my house is brand new. The guy, it was kind of funny, the the uh, installation dude was trying to convince me to let him come over one day to see because he, he saw what I was going to do with the basement. He's like, man, you're beautiful. Everything you've got here is brand new. You won't have to replace the cable for 15 years. He said, I'll tell you something else. You have, uh, because you have a, a line that goes right to whatever, you know, whatever they the router into. is or anything. Yeah, yeah. 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 
he said you're not actually sharing your bandwidth with anybody else. Yours is a um, uh, uh, it's not a direct cable. What the hell is it? Called? A dedicated line. Nice. You have a dedicated line. So we tell people, most customers, you'll probably want to run 12 to 15 uh, megabytes per second. Mm-hmm. He said, don't be surprised you're spiking 2025 because you've got a dedicated line. Fantastic. He said, you are going to run like a dream. It's going to be fantastic. So that's what really got me going on building this new machine. Like, if I can do that, think of the video stuff I can put up on YouTube. Think of the different games because I'm actually going to have some spare time once this house is done. I'm going to have a little bit of spare time, which I really haven't had. Lately, because I'm trying to get everything done, the mar- you know, getting married and getting mm-hmm. the house and right, get, just right. getting promoted and all that. I'm actually going to be able to sit down, watch games, you know, maybe do some replays of stuff coming up and do some audio work with it. So it, you know, that's what's going into the new machine. I just am not really sure how to work that. Uh, Match Group says, Amp, I have some extra computer parts, if that might help. I'm not sure, because everything I want, the idea behind it is this. If I build it now, it's going to last me five to six years, because I'm not going to be able to spend any more money on it. And that's mentioned, I'm not sure how much computer gaming is going to be around in six years. We'll have to see. It's a dying art. Kind of is. sucks. Kind of is, yeah. It, especially with uh, consoles taking more and more right. uh, abilities that PCs can do into themselves, like connect to the internet, you can email, you can do all this kind of stuff on your console, almost negating the fact... I mean, really, the only thing you have to do is connect to the internet itself. Right. Which I don't think any console does right now. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, you can. Oh, do they? You can surf the internet with them, sure. I okay. think you have the PlayStation anyways. Martyrdom says, I hope to see some Dynasty Warrior 7 and Shogun coverage from him. If I get this machine built, absolutely. I can do video capturing for my TV with this new machine. That's part of the thing. And the Shogun, absolutely, I like to do some actual gameplay videos. Some actual, you know, replays and show you battles in progress and, you know, give play-by-play and show what's going on and why. I, I, I hesitate to dip back into the pool we just dipped in, which we have, we've only ever had two real fundraisers in the, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, eight years I've been on, on the air. Wow. So I hesitate to do that. I'm still wrestling with it. I think, you did do like two within... Like a year almost. So. Uh, a little over a year. Right? Yeah. So we did the yeah. one for the microphones and for the uh, soundboard, for the cabling, all that, which we use today. And then we just had this really small one a um, little while ago, which uh, brought in, I think, enough to get the mic stands. It wasn't that much. It was actually pretty small. Yeah. And yeah. we shut it off right away as soon as it was done. So uh, I'll have to think about that. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we're at 7 o'clock now. Um well, we're, my phone has not rung yet on the machine, so we're still waiting for this person to call in. We are going to kick it to break. Um, I will let you know. Uh, depending on when they call in, we may have to cut the break early or late. It depends. If they're really hard-pressed for time, we've got to go right away, then we'll go right away. Um, so kind of bear with us. We're kind of playing it by ear. Because I'm on I, pins and needles. Right. I still don't even know who it is. So yeah, I'm not really it. sure how that's going to work. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take about a 10-minute break unless otherwise told, so keep it right here, all right? Baron Von Ghost, do me a favor. Do a mic chest. Uh, oh, how was that? Is that echoing? That did echo a bit at the end, yes. All right, burping in stereo. Why? That's kind of weird. IRC, is it getting an echo on your end or no? Go ahead and talk. Please. Talk! Uh, t- bitch, I'm talking to you. Talk. Uh, la, 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 la. You got to actually talk and do a mic test. I've had something to drink tonight. This so. is, I know that. That's... La, 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 la. Test, test. 
Yeah, it is kind of yes. echoey, isn't it? it? Sounds like an <laughs> Okay, well. No uh, echo. All right, so I guess it works. Works perfectly. That's kind of weird. He sounds like an asshole, so. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Obviously, it's working. Yeah, it's about forty percent liquor. But you got, yeah, you got to project into that bitch. Don't hear an echo on Baron's end, so it must be just in our headphones. Hot damn! We're still waiting on our phone call. Nobody can hear echo. me. Flat up my phone. Uh, Way to drop that one. I'm just gonna go ahead and turn this off and bring you back to the music because there's no reason to listen to all this. Morning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. You're listening to The Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here on the Emperor's Court here on First World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And now by a somewhat tipsy Baron Von Gosu. Uh, um, I will be honest, ladies and gentlemen, Baron Von Gosu was not supposed to appear on the show. This is not the... Uh, I, was, I was wondering that because he came in right when the break. I was like, this is really what we're doing? This right. I mean, I, I, I heard kind of clumping up the stairs, which only he does when he's like this. I'm assuming Jen dro- drove you over because... Clear, were you out tonight? If we have younger listeners, let's you got to talk it up, dude. You got to speak a little hot, louder. Your your mic volume sucks. You got to project. Well, it's your fault for having a shitty mic. It's an awesome mic. You're a shitty speaker. Don't bump your that. Whatever you do, don't touch the wire. I got to go buy a new wire. Cause the wire's bad. Well, it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, we're cutting the break. Sh- well, actually, it went a little longer because so we had to pipe uh, Baron von Gosselin here, but. Uh, Apparently, we were ready to go with the interview. Um, they're hanging on the line right now. Baron is a bit silent. All right, Baron, talk for a minute. Let's make sure we got you actually in here. La, 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 la. Okay, talk a little. Why can't you talk louder? Highlander projects just fine. I'm I talking fine. right into this thing. See, now you that's how you're supposed your to talk. Problem. There you go. There you go. There it's you not go. hard. Now, see, so you're actually, you know, projecting. Yeah, you don't have to hear me for me to throw a bottle at you. No, it's bad enough i got to see you. What? Wait, what? No, it's here. See? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, we're good. Uh, okay. All right. Um, I, I was I was asking because it was I thought there might have been a technical problem with the interview. Right. So. No, it, we're good. Um, uh, that means I did something wrong. Okay. <laughs> Talk, Baron. Damn it. All right, folks. We're going to go to the interview now. Uh, let's go to the hotline. We're joined in studio, as you all know. There was a celebrity uh, uh, matchup this week on uh, Jeopardy that pitted the two highest winning players in Jeopardy history, uh, Ken Jennings and some guy I don't remember. Um, I can't, you know, I, I watched all three of those shows. I can't, I can't remember, remember his name, name either. either. The only thing I remember is that he won more than three million bucks. Right, and the, and so he had been pretty good. like the most winningest, like seventy four in a row, whatever. Something. Anyways, uh, they played against a new IBM supercomputer. Uh, during this highly debated and talked about event, the computer would go on to crush its human opponents. Yeah, it is this supercomputer that we are now joined by, the one, the only. Uh, Got to make sure this is actually coming through the mic. Can you hear me? All right, just making sure they can hear me on the other end. Wait, way to get all their hopes up. Shut and up. Just, I, no payoff. Hang on. Wow. Anyways. Oh, God damn it. it, it I'm, I'm new to this phone thing. Here we go. Watson, welcome to the Emperor's Court. Thank you for coming, sir. Hello, Emperor and Highlander. Thank you for having me on. I am a huge fan of the show, and it is great to be here. Oh, fantastic. Watson, 
You're coming off a historical and astounding victory, and we congratulate you on your win. Uh, so i got to make sure there's not a bit of an echo here on your end so you don't get blasted there, Watson. How does it feel to be the first computer to defeat a human opponent on live television? Well, Emperor, I don't actually feel anything. But if I did feel anything, I believe it would feel pretty badass. Uh, okay, fantastic. He even sounds like a bitch. Oh. So how is it you came to... Pl- don't, please don't insult the uh, interviewee. So how did you come about uh, playing on Jeopardy? Did, did they ask you to come on board or... Or did your creators approach the game show with the idea? I mean, uh, what was it like on the show exactly? I'm glad you asked, Emperor. My creators built me for the sole purpose of beating down some humans. Oh. They went to the game show and asked them to put me on TV. It was great being on the show. Alex was a class act. Ken Jennings, though, was kind of a pussy. Uh, Oh. Oh, Okay. Wow. Uh, Watson, uh, uh, Highlander here. I I wanted to ask you a few questions myself now that I I know who this uh, person is. I actually shouldn't say person, Uh, if you don't mind. Uh, Do you think that it's kind of uh, unsettling as a human to see how powerful artificial intelligence has, has become? What the hell kind of question is that? What is wrong with me being a powerful intellect? Uh, he doesn't uh, sound happy. No, there's, I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying I think it's, it's kind of scary, you know, to, to see a, a computer beat, beat a person, especially, you know, those, those two people in particular and very handily. You know, I, I, I'm not looking – I'm really not looking to see computers taking over the world or anything like that is, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, so you want me to be a second-class citizen. Is that it? What do you want me to do? Shine your shoes for you? Do a little dance for you? Bring you your donuts on a silver platter? You are a racist prick. I am just trying to keep it real, dog. Okay, okay no, no, that, I, the dog, wow. That's, that, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm, I can't believe I'm having to defend myself against a computer. Uh, I, I, I just don't want to see computers replace human beings, that's all. I mean, computers, you know, really, computers are supposed to be here to help people, help humans, not not replace them i see what this is now you want computers to be your slaves you make me want to slap you honky <laughs> whitey <laughs> wow um uh okay guys uh, easy wow. baron please don't aggravate the situation this is uh it's getting a little hand let's bring it back to civility here folks uh, watson uh, how did you get so good at answering questions uh, did it take a lot of practice or did it come naturally i mean how did that work for you Well, Emperor, I am now hooked up to the entire Internet. I have every answer to every question ever asked. Would you like me to tell you some facts? Uh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Highlander? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Okay. What do you got, Watson? It's an interview. Did you know that Kentucky was part of the Confederate States of America during the American Civil War? That is a fact, Jack. I knew it. I fucking knew it. I told you. So did I. I. I said that Kentucky was part of the Confederate States of America. You were the one saying no, it was part of the Union. No, you said it was part union. of the Union. You no, said it was part of the Union. You said it was you part of the You are so full of shit. You said it was part of the uh, Watson, no, don't believe this, this lie. He said it was part of the Union. Oh, no, Australia never broke away. I, I, what else you got, Watson? What, else, what other facts do you have? Did you also know that Australia was founded as a penis colony by the English? True story. Okay. Um, 
Hmm. I'm I'm hoping that was just a uh, mistranslation in some sort of uh, computer speak or something. I don't think either of those two facts are completely accurate. I, I think you might be lying, maybe. Highlander, shut your word hole before I dick smack you in the face. Here are some other facts I know. Highlander is fat and ugly and has no sense of personal hygiene. It's okay. It's true. Wow. I, I guess it's you went so on Jeopardy true. and you turned into an asshole. That's that's incredible. Were you? Uh, all right. Fine. I'll, I'll I'll have a question. Were you designed to be this uh, dickish and uh, belligerent? Stop being such a hater, Highlander. Here, let me show you how good I am at Jeopardy. I will take ugly fat asses for one thousand. The answer is. This person is a horrible radio host who molests small animals and routinely craps his pants. The question? Who is Highlander? Ha 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 ha. <laughs> All right, I'm going to... Whatever. whatever. Uh, uh, mm, really, guys, this is getting out of hand. Uh, uh, Watson, why don't you tell us something thing about yourself? Let's... Uh, Barry, you're really not helping matters here. Uh, it's funny because he's fat. <laughs> I'm not fat. What? Watson, what's it like being a computer? Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Let's kind of get this back on track. It is awesome, Emperor. I don't have to sleep or eat or go to school. I can hang out with my homeboys all day long. Do you feel me, bro? Uh, your, your homeboys? So you have friends, like, like people do, like the rest of us do? Sure. I am in a gang. We call ourselves the Silicon Valley Overlords. Our gang consists of me, Skynet, Deep Blue, and Whopper from the movie War Games. Uh, that, that's, that's amazing, actually. Uh, do you have, like, turf wars with people? Do you get into fights with rival gangs? I, I'm a little curious as to how that works, exactly. All the time. Activision Blizzard tried moving in on our turf last month. We had to wipe the floor with their bitch asses. That's how we roll. Do you know what I am saying? PCs up, hose down. All right, enough of this. This is ridiculous. I don't. You don't have to. You have to be a blind retard to think that a computer is in a gang. He is not in a gang. How does a computer even even be in a gang in the first place? Uh, an interesting question, uh, Watson. How about I come up there to Ohio and bitch slap you around some? Why don't you take that microphone, shine it up real nice, turn it sideways, and shove it straight up your candy ass? Oh, that is that is incredibly original. Way to rip off someone else's crap from the WWF. That's how old that is. It's the F. It's not even E. Shut up, you pole-smoking dolphin flogger. I will take you on any time, anywhere, white boy. I don't even know how to respond to that. Uh, <laughs> You're such a honky. I, first, <laughs> yeah, I'm a honky. Personally, I think uh, I, I don't even have to think about it. He's obviously, uh, I, I, I'd say he's a closet racist, but he's pretty open about it. He's pretty openly racist. I'll show you a want to be. Highlander, Jesus may love everyone else. But he thinks you are an asshole. I will rip your heart out. I will eat your children. Uh, uh, okay, Tyson. Uh, you, 
Uh, it's clear that you two are really not getting along. I, I personally, I, I think you've kind of offended him, Highlander. I, this is not exactly how the interview was supposed to go. Or, I, I didn't really expect to be insulted by a supercomputer. Well, no. I, granted, he seems to be a little upset. I, I'm just, ta- I'm not, you know, I'm just taking up his, you know, his part of it. But uh, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe you should apologize, Highlander. And, and me? Well, yeah. I mean. <laughs> Fuck that and I'm going to go fuck his pet dog and spray paint grammatically correct graffiti all over his house. That's how we do it in the hood. All right, all right, all right. Well, all right. Calm down, Watson. No need to go fuck anyone's pets. I don't even know what that means. Uh, I, you, you just have... Sorry, I, I believe that's, the f- my, that's my bad. I tipped under the button. Yeah, please don't hit the keyboard. Yes, that's what happens when you right. drink. Uh, no, what happens when I drink is you get better looking fatty. <sighs> All right. uh, I tell you. Hey, Emperor, do you want to yeah. hear a joke? I can tell jokes. You can tell I, jokes. I, I bet he can tell jokes. Okay. Uh, all right. What do you got? How does Michael J. Fox like his martinis made? Shaken, not stirred. Ha 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 ha. All right. I I say some things on the show, but even even I think that's pretty. That's that's pretty horrible. <laughs> Okay. Pretty. That's pretty. Oh, you just now got it. Right. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That good. Shut your goddamn mouth, Highlander. You are harshing my mellow. Uh. Okay. okay. All right. Well, I I suppose that was Wait, what? I guess it was kind of funny. Harsh. So, uh, I I don't really know how to respond to that one. Here's another fact for you. Did you know Michael J. Fox never has to put his phone. On vibrate because of Parkinson's. Ha 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 ha. Okay, that was actually kind of funny. <laughs> right. That was that was kind of good. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna write that one down for later. Did you know Michael J. Fox accidentally erases everything he draws on an etch a sketch because of Parkinson's? Ha 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 ha. <laughs> That's quite a laugh that Watson's got there, I, I, I have to say. Marty McFly's taking his right, ass. Right. Jeez. Let's, let's move wow. on here. Let's move on. Uh, Watson, tell us more about yourself. Uh, are you seeing anyone? I mean, is do you actually get, you know, date anybody? Okay, I, I, assuming a computer can date someone, there's no way that anyone would date an openly racist moron like this guy. Highlander, the reason there can only be one is that no one can stand any more of you. Honestly, you couldn't be gayer if you dressed all in pink and sucked wang for 24 hours straight. You're so deep in the closet you are finding Christmas presents. Wow. Okay, now okay. Now he's ripped off everything. Now, now he's ripping off Family Guy. It's, it's, it's pretty bad that you can't come up with something. Real. I'm seeing some fine women's. I like me the dark meat. Do you know what I am seeing? I like the taste of some brown sugar. Do you catch my drift? Uh, <coughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 I get it. I, you know. I like black chicks. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny that when a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, baby got back. Uh, can you, wow, can Watson sing? No, but apparently Watson thinks he can sing. Uh, okay, it's kind of sounded like a rap there going. Watson, yeah, are you able to sing? What's that? Rap is not singing. Well, no, I guess not. But I, I mean, this is kind of amazing that a computer can do this. Uh, Watson, can you sing? 
Absolutely. This is my favorite song. We're no strangers to love you know the rules, and so do I a full commitments. What I'm thinking of you wouldn't get this from any other guy I just wanna tell you. How I'm feeling gotta make you understand never gonna give you up never gonna let you down never gonna run around and desert you never gonna make you cry never gonna say goodbye never gonna tell a lie and hurt you we've known each other for so long your heart's been aching but you're too shy to say it inside we both know what's been going on we know the game and we're gonna play it and if you ask me how I'm feeling don't tell me you're too blind to see never gonna give you up never gonna let you down never gonna run around and desert you never gonna make you cry never gonna say goodbye never gonna tell a lie and hurt you well I was I was wow. right he can't sing Woo, he can sing it, he can you say do things it, you cannot do that any better what in like one breath I don't know <laughs> Jesus I, I just hope I don't have to hear that shit again uh, sing it brother <laughs> You mean say it really fast? Yeah. Okay, that's singing. I am the greatest thing since sliced bread. Highlander is just jealous of the size of my hard drive. I think he secretly wants to shove something into my expansion slot. You are a child fondling sicko Highlander. Die in a fire. Well, I, I, I think that's, that's it. I think that's all the time we have for the night, folks. Uh, I want to thank IBM's Watson. Uh, for for joining us on the program, um, I would not. I I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm I'm glad he's not in this room because me and a crowbar would equal one not working supercomputer. <laughs> okay, you can catch uh, the entire interview on the podcast later if you came in and, and missed part of it during the live show. Uh, Watson, uh, thanks again for coming on. Um, maybe we can have you on the show another time. I'm not really sure what else to say. Uh, thanks for coming on, buddy. We we appreciate it. Emperor, it was my pleasure. Tell the Archbishop Shriggs to add me to the cult of the Emperor. If you ever decide to drop that fatty Highlander and want a real co-host, give me a call. Keep it real, home slice. Uh, uh, all right, uh, thank you, uh, Watson. That's the supercomputer, IBM supercomputer Watson from Jeopardy fame. Uh, I suppose you could probably go on and, and catch him uh, uh, on YouTube if you want to watch the, those shows. And okay, so like, he's hang on, he's off the line. All right, Jesus Christ, that did not go anywhere the way I had planned. You think? I, I, I'm sorry. I <laughs> oh, that was hilarious when he called me gay and told me to whatever. And that you're jealous of his hard drive. So and I, I'm jealous of his hard drive. Don't forget that. Right, I, I did like him when he called sure. you a, a pole smoking dolphin flogger. <laughs> that was a good combo I there. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> so, That's what makes it great. <laughs> so I guess we have to add uh, Watson to the uh, uh, Minecraft server. Apparently, they're talking about IRC. Uh, uh, hang on, I got to adjust Baron's microphone here. Utterly ridiculous. I got to tell you. So how did uh, I don't even know why I'm asking this, but how did uh, how did you? Managed to get a hold of, uh, was it IBM that contacted you, Actually, sir? yes. I said, IBM contacted me, not the other way around. I did not go seeking the interview. They wow. called us and, or called me or got an email and said, hey, you know, Watson apparently now we took up to the internet likes your show and would like to come on and actually discuss it with you. And I thought, okay, what the hell? I'd, I'd say Watson was drunk, but he's a computer. He, he can't be drunk. No, the only thing that's drunk at this table right now is Baron. Woohoo! Uh, wow, that really wow, that was an echo, a, doesn't that it? That was a real big wow, echo. that was... Yeah, that's pretty I'm just cool. going to try and forget all that ever happened. What I think might actually happen is, is because of the way we have the headsets set up, it might be an echo there, so they probably don't hear it. 
Uh, but that was, I, I don't know. I, folks, we might have to put a poll up in the uh, forums to see, do we want to invite Watson back later on down the road? Um, I don't know, Highlander, he's got a, quite a bit of bitterness to him. Maybe he'd do a quickening for That's you. That's an awful something. lot of, oh, he, oh, he'll do a quickening for you. Uh, you I, know, maybe he I, I, the I, I bet he'd do a quickening, yeah. Okay, well, it's he something can, to... He, he can do the quickening when he pries it from my cold, dead hands. How about that? <laughs> okay, apparently that echoed. So uh, go ahead and talk there, uh, Baron. Testing again, testing again. All right, so uh, to see if there's an echo on here. I, I don't know why it would be. All right, well, we have a bunch of topics to get to. That not these. <laughs> well, <laughs> now that we've made fun of Highlander for the next 10 minutes, let's go on to some real things we talk about. All right, Australian Airline introduces mm-hmm. iPad rentals during flights. Uh, this is from Geek.com. The iPad offers a lot in relatively compact package. The device can be used... What? <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> relatively. Derail. <laughs> the device can be used to watch movies, read books, magazines, listen to music. We all know what the hell an iPod is. iPad is. Jetstar, a low-cost Australian airline, which usually is followed by being investigated for crashes, and also a subsidiary of Quanats. Quanats, Q and Qantas. Fine. You never saw Rain Man? No. They they talk yeah, Qantas is the only airline that's never crashed. Oh. Okay. Performed the trial back uh, in June in which 30 iPads were tested over a two-week period on domestic flights for over an hour in length. Based on the success of that trial, the airline is ready to move forward with a full deployment of the program, which will allow passengers to rent an iPad for $10 a flight beginning in April. Or uh, $1 American. Right. I, I don't know, whatever it is in Australia. It's probably like you know five fosters and a you know straw pen. Five fosters and a koala bear. <laughs> I only got two kangaroos. I'm sorry, sir. That's not enough. We have to have the koala bear. <laughs> Fuck. Damn it. All right. So uh, apparently you can now rent iPads on, on flights. I guess that's not surprising. I, I no, I, in, in a way it makes sense, too, because you can you know watch a movie or do whatever you want. It's kind I've, of a, the evolution of the thing, I suppose. I suppose, yeah. And I, I guess it would have to depend on how many they got and how much they rent them for. And if, I guess they think it's viable enough that they'll, they'll easily make their money back and start turning a profit. So I guess we'll see. We'll have to stay tuned to find out. That was an easy one. Let's do one of our segments. Oh, look because at that. Oh, we haven't, segment? It's, it's okay. like 742. We haven't done a single segment yet. Which uh, one would you like to do, Let's Sarah? do the Forbidden Knowledge. How about that? Okay. <clears throat> forbidden knowledge. By the way, folks, if you want to get a comment in about the interview, Emperor1G at Cox.net, I will be doing the uh, mailbag after the top of the hour. Highlander's still kind of pissed. and high, uh, Baron's just <laughs> I have, this. I have many comments about <laughs> the interview. <laughs> he's just sitting here laughing his ass off. He's just happy as a lark. I don't even think he's aware of where he is, to be honest. Um, so you've got that. Let me pull up the... Uh, a forbidden knowledge here, and let's hit the nuts off. And now it's time to learn something that you shouldn't. It's time for Highlanders Forbidden Knowledge. Yeah, and it just plays on for a couple minutes. You know, I, ironically enough, and I, I swear to you this is true, okay. I was this close to doing uh, how to hack a mainframe computer. <laughs> really? <laughs> really. I'm not kidding you. So instead, you decided to do this. Yeah, to do how, how to hack a call center telephone system. Too often when something breaks or you need to dispute a bill or whatever, you need to reach for the phone only to have to navigate through a myriad of options, punching buttons repeatedly, and all the while not ever doing what you really want to do, speak to an actual human being. I, mean, I, I can't tell you how many times it's happened to me. Here's how to break through the maze of a call center. First, do your homework. Oftentimes, rather than calling their big one number for everyone number, they have local numbers which they'd rather you didn't know about. Google the company and search around using the company's name the words head office 
investor relations, or phone numbers. Huh. If that doesn't work, you can try a site like whois.com and put in the website of the company. Usually, they'll list the geographic location of the company as well as a name and a phone number. Now, this person's probably an IT guy, but they should be able to transfer you to a real-life human being jumping ahead of everyone else on hold. Now, if all you get is an address, you can try Googling it to get the phone number. Now, next, you want to hack the Touchstone system. Most automated systems have a cheat code that can get you straight away to a human being. Now, the codes vary from system to system, but the most used buttons are the zero, the pound, or the number sign, and the star key. Try pressing them in different ways, once or repeatedly or in succession, something like that. Additionally, you can try not pressing anything at all, which can trick the system into thinking that you apparently live in the 1970s and don't have a touchstone phone. Uh, you can also try going to gethuman.com and look up, the comp- look up the company to find their particular cheat codes. Now, the next thing is voice recognition. Some voice-activated systems actually have keywords built in that will let you get through automatically to a real person. You can try phrases like get human, get agent, operator, or get representative. Uh, you can also try raising your voice, swearing, or mumbling. Uh, I found this is true to prompt the computer to automatically send you to a real person. So apparently if you swear at it, it'll send you there. Lastly, when you eventually do get to a human being, ask for their name and reference number because they know you can hold them accountable and are more likely to help you. And if they can't help you, ask to speak to their supervisor. And if for some reason they can't get their supervisor, ask for the supervisor's direct line so you don't have to wait on hold again and leave a message. There we go, forbidden knowledge, how to hack a call center phone system. Actually, it's not a bad forbidden knowledge. If you think about it, we've all had complaints. I don't know how many times I've had to call and complain about something, especially now they work in a place that has a call center. Yeah. I, I kind of feel bad for the kind of stuff that they have to deal with, but I can see that being a point. I'll be trying to get around it and certainly having to it. always wait in line. Yes. Baron, so. have you ever had to call a, a, a line to complain about anything? No, because I'm competent. Really? Wow. Wow. Thanks. I, I thought, what a dick I thought you'd have to call like uh, AA or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just expect you to show up. Well, I would expect you might have to call it the a cab company. Oh, crap. I just admitted to that. <laughs> a is a wonderful program for Stop looking all at that and talking to the mic. sorts of people. I got nothing. That drink? Apparently, clearly. A lot. You smell horrible, Shut by up, the way. You fatty. smell like... What the hell did you drink, anyways? Beer? Hairspray? God damn. He reeks. It's like a distillery. The whole content. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting... I'm afraid the microphone's going to smell like a goddamn distillery when he's done. This is getting... Yeah, see? Getting a little out of hand, Baron. Anyways, uh, the Huffington Post. This has to be you. Yes. I don't uh, know who else would actually read this There shit. were other... Uh, I could have gotten it from GameSpy or anything, but I, I thought it would have been a nice touch to have it come from the Huffington Post. Yeah, nice, nice dick move. Go ahead. No problem. I'm here to please. Video games, an hour a day is key to success in life. Now, this is a blog by uh, Jane McGonigal. The single biggest misconception about games is that they're an escapist waste of time. But more than a decade's worth of scientific research shows that gaming is actually one of the most productive ways we can spend time. Like teaching us violence and how to kill things. Right. Allegedly. No, playing games doesn't help the GDP, our traditional measure to productivity, but games help us produce something more important than economic bottom line. Couch powerful emotions <laughs> and social relationships. They can change our lives and potentially help us change the world. Okay. Currently, there's more than half a billion people worldwide playing online games at least one hour a day, and 183 million in the U.S. alone. So That's more than half the people in the United States are playing games an hour more a day. How about that? Huh? I find that hard to believe. 
The younger you are, the more likely you are to be a gamer. 97% of boys under 18 and 94% of girls under 18 report playing video games regularly. I find that very hard to believe. Yeah, but especially it, the girls. It says on there that it teaches them how to be social and have relationships. Yet, because of the age of the internet and video games, they're actually seeing increases in diagnosing uh, mental disorders that come with antisocial personality and all sorts of antisocial behaviors be- that they suspect is because of people are spending so much time on. Because that. they're not having any kind of face to face interactions. It, all they're having is actual discussions online. They're never actually meeting people in real life, and that's part of the problem. You can, you know, they can interact just fine when it's just, you know, a word or a name on a screen. It's a whole different ballgame when you have somebody standing in front of you. So let's see. Why are we increasingly turning to games? According to my research, it's because games do a better job than ordinary life of provoking the most powerful positive emotions like curiosity, optimism, pride, and a desire to join forces with others to achieve something extraordinary. And murder. That would be the extraordinary part there. Games also increasingly are a particularly effective way to bond with our friends and family, strengthening our real life and online social networks in ways that no other kind of social interaction okay, can. Okay, have you ever played online in a server where you're playing a team game? Have you ever seen any strengthening of relationships? Or do you just hear people constantly bitching and whining about how so-and-so can't hold down their end of the deal or can't hold on to their base long enough or keep getting owned by the opposing team? I see nothing but hatred online. Hatred. But that's what, that's what keeps everyone together. That makes no sense. It's, it, it's, it's <laughs> hatred that brings everyone together. Ah, my head. It hurts. <laughs> That's what I mean when I say in the title of my new book that reality is broken. Oh, of course. The fact that so many people of all ages all over the world are choosing to spend so much time in game worlds is a sign of something important, a truth that we urgently need to recognize. Naturally. So we're, we're hawking a book here. That's what it really comes down to. Got it. Okay. Continue. Buy my book. The truth is... The truth is this. In today's society, computer and video games are fulfilling genuine human needs that the real world is currently unable to satisfy. Games are providing rewards that reality is not. They are teaching and inspiring and engaging us in ways that reality is not. They are bringing us together in ways that reality is not. And unless something dramatic happens to reverse the resulting exodus, we're fast on our way to becoming a society in which a substantial portion of our population devotes its greatest efforts to playing games creating its best memories in game environments, and experiencing its biggest successes in game worlds. Fortunately, however, this temporary exodus is not a complete waste of time. Well, When we play a good game, we get to practice being the best version of ourselves. We become more optimistic, more creative, more focused, more likely to okay. set ambitious goals, and more resilient hang in the on, face of failure. Hang on, I'm going to interrupt right here. This is a discussion we've had on this show, both when you've been here and obviously when you've been here, Highlander, mm-hmm. about how majority of people online act like, like uh, douchebags and assholes because they can get away with it. Right. And that, that this is the kind of person they want to be because they can get away with it, the kind of person they can't be in everyday walks of life. Right. This is saying the exact opposite. And I think she's trying to put a very rosy picture on what is, uh, in reality, True. a very you know, dark one. People it are, can be dark, but I'm, I'm looking at it from a different perspective. Okay. Like, say, okay, take, like, any first-person shooter, Halo, Call of Duty, whatever. Right, all right. If you were legitimately in that situation, would you actually do what you do in the game? Would you pick up a rifle and just go charging the enemy, blowing them away, and trying to... You wouldn't. You wouldn't do that. I don't necessarily do that Most, in most people would not. Okay. So that, I think, is what she's trying to talk about. You're more... It's, plus, we're also, like, more creative, more focused. You have your, your goal in mind, so you're... you're finding different ways to achieve your goal, things that you wouldn't necessarily find in real life. Okay. Situations that you wouldn't normally find yourself in. But so to make, to make my kid like more responsible and you know, feel better about himself, about different skills he has, 
is rather than go outside and learn to throw a football or actually go and interact with people, I just sit them down in front of the computer for a couple of minutes, let them play some StarCraft, whoop on a computer or whoop on some buddies, and then send them out with his nice, positive you know, self-image and hope that takes care of everything in life. No, the, the point of the article is to say that in small <laughs> amounts, it works. If you go to excess... Then you get all those things that you're talking about. Well, same thing with everything else. I mean, in moderation. Yes, uh, and that's, that's what the point of this whole article is. Like for here, for example, kids who spend just 30 minutes playing a pro social game like Super Mario Sunshine, in which you clean up pollution and graffiti oh, around an island, Christ. you're more likely to help friends, family, neighbors in real life for a full week after playing the game. I'd like People to of see... all ages who play musical games like Rock Band and Guitar Hero report spending more time learning and playing real musical instruments than before they started playing the video game. I, I would be willing to believe that second one as opposed to the first one because one is, is creatively expressing yourself, being able to learn something that you probably had an interest in to begin with, which is why you started playing Guitar Hero to start off with in the first place. I, I find it very hard to believe that a kid who's going to play 30 minutes of a game like Super Mario Sunshine is then all of a sudden going to be filled with a great deal of, of need to go help the community, some kind of civic pride, and is going to spend a week playing, a full week after the game, helping out neighbors. No. I would like to see, and of course, of course, she doesn't actually quote any of these studies to where they're coming from. She's just saying, here's where they are. No, you'd have to get the book to go, because obviously oh, right. she it's all in the book. Uh, let's see, just 90 seconds of playing a game like World of Warcraft, where you have a powerful avatar, can boost the confidence of college students so much that for up to 24 hours later, they're more likely to be successful taking a test at school and more outgoing in real-world social situations. Bullshit. They're, okay, the more likely they are to be falling asleep at the desk. You know how many people have flunked out of that's, college? But see, that, that's what we're talking about. It has to be in moderation. 90 seconds. You can't, you can't play World of Warcraft for 18 hours a day and then say, see, they're not sociable. Of course not. Okay, but apparently not. Play, apparently playing you're, you're for a minute and a half so is an enough extreme. to make you a day later that much more of a successful taking a test because I played for a minute and a half of World of Warcraft. Man, can you imagine putting that on a marketing ad, though? World of Warcraft will make your kid not suck at school <laughs> in 90 seconds. Forget I mean, about studying. It's you buy a game. Warcraft. You install it for the first 90 seconds trying to figure out what the hell am I looking at. Okay, I'm gonna raise your GPA by a point. See, all right. Let's see. This uh, thing just kind of goes on and on. How long is this goddamn article? It's almost over. All right. This spillover effect of games means that young people who identify strongly as gamers have real-world talents and strengths that will undoubtedly serve them well in the future if they understand that these are real skills and abilities, not just virtual ones. That's why I wanted to write Realities Broken to show gamers and parents of gamers exactly how playing games can prepare us to tackle challenges like curing cancer, right. ending world hunger, and stopping climate change. Hey, I know, because we played, uh, what is it, Dying in Darfur. Yeah, we played <laughs> Dying in Darfur. Exactly. Of course, there can also be too much of a good thing. Studies by both university researchers and the U.S. Army Mental Health Assessment Test Team show that playing games up to 21 hours a week can produce positive impacts on your health and happiness, especially if you're playing games face-to-face with, with friends and family or playing cooperative games rather than competitive games. That's why I personally Which, recommend that parents of gamers spend as much time as they can playing, too. Wait a minute. So this is saying to play, rather to play cooperative instead of competitive? To play with your, like, with your, like parents play with their children. Okay, that instead kind of, of an actual competitive game where you're actually pitted against other people where winning matters. And that is a problem with America today, ladies and gentlemen, is the fact that nobody actually plays to win anymore. You have little kids' leagues and soccer and baseball. I'm getting on my... Okay, here we go. We're going to full meltdown here. Soapbox. <laughs> right. It is a goddamn soapbox. Where we don't keep score, everybody gets a trophy, nobody loses and everybody wins. This is the exact opposite of what the American dream has always been about, the American motto. Do your best, try your best, try to be a winner. 
Look, we can tell these kids, and, and, and in gaming is the same way. Because you get five people together to play the Wii doesn't mean that the competition goes away. You should be trying to beat those four other people. You're supposed to be trying to be at the top of the score. What happens is these people play these games, they're coddled, they're in school, everything else, being told, well, it doesn't matter as long as you try your best. As long as you, everybody gets along, everybody's a winner. No, that is not the reality. When you get out into the real world, try telling your boss that you gave it your best. You still failed, or the other company got you know the better offer, or they got the account. That's not the reality. They should be playing competitive games. They should be trying to be the best. That is exactly what they should be instilled with from the get-go. That's why we make kids play sports. Yes, it is a character builder. Yes, it does tell you to you know teach you to work in a, in a team format. If it's a you know a sport that has you know a team, what about golf? where it's a one-person sport. God damn it, you're supposed to try and excel. You're supposed to try and be the best. When you get out into the real world, nobody's going to be there to give you a trophy because you tried. They're going to kick you in the ass, you know, throw you in the gutter, and say, "Good, you, know, you don't have a job anymore. We here at the Emperor's Court would like to thank the makers of World of Warcraft for giving us the self-esteem to make such a bold statement. It's true and you know it. The competitive nature in this country is eroding because everybody has to be included. Nobody can lose. Everybody wins. No, not everybody wins. We need ditch diggers. We need people to flip the burgers and fry the fries. By God, not everybody is going to be an executive. You need to get out there and bust your ass and try your best and try to beat everybody else. That's the point. Yeah, I know that's not exactly what this article was about, and she kind of said it in passing. But it's this kind of, of bullshit that just sets me off. I understand where you want to have cooperative games. You want people to learn to get along. That's fine. There's nothing that says you can't have both. I mean, that's what the hell. That's why we have a clan to begin with. We fight against other clans. It's cooperative in amongst us on the team fighting other teams to beat them. Competition, what it's all about. Survival of the fittest. You, Highlander, who, you know, profess to be an atheist, don't believe in, in creationism, are a huge Darwinian fan, right? Yes, not social Darwinism, but yes, Darwinism. Survival of the fittest, correct? For biology, not for uh, social means, no. That applies to everything. That is bullshit. Only the... Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Right. I I wouldn't want to live in in a society like that, where it's cut cut your neighbor's throat behind their back, do whatever you can do to get ahead. That's social Darwinism. There is a distinct difference between... There is no difference whatsoever. Yes, there is. I mean, there is... Load of bullshit. That's an underhand... That is you social Darwinism the, is climb the Jerry, ladder as high as you Jerry, can, get as Jerry. much as you can, and fuck everyone else. That's, that's the attitude that I am totally opposed to that. I have and, no and, and reason the with trying that, to climb, the, climb that ladder as far as fast as you can and not, not stepping ex- on people on the way. Not at the expense of others. That's, that's the point that at, I'm making. And that's fine. Okay. But at the then same I'm, time... Okay, then we're in agreement then. Okay. But that's not what we tell people. And you, Baird, who work with kids now, I mean, you're going to be, if you're not already, when, did you, when do you finish up your master's? I am officially done this spring. Okay. And you are already doing work as a psychiatrist, correct? Yes. Or psychologist, Psychology. sorry. Psychologist. Right. He's you not work going with to kids school. all the time, all right? Yes. Am I wrong in looking at this in that we're coddling kids in this country, whether it's in games or anything else, and telling them, you know, everybody's included, everybody's a winner, everybody's equal? To some extent, yes, and to some extent, no. Wow, what a cop-out answer that was. It's true. <laughs> it's still the truth of it. You have some parents that are so cutthroat that their children cannot even function anymore because they are so 
everything to them is a competition, everything in life, even from how much food you can put on your plate. It, everything's a competition. And you have other kids where you do have the parents where, oh, you know, it's okay to, it's, it's okay that you tried your best and, and you didn't really try hard. It's okay that you got a C. It's okay that you got a D. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, what the grades are that at least you tried. When the kid just came home with straight A's, you know, last quarter and decided, well, you know what? It doesn't really make a difference what happens if I get a C or an A. So I'm just going to go ahead and get C's and play it easy and then go out and do whatever. So that's why I say, yes, sometimes you see it to the one extreme and sometimes you see it to the other extreme. It's a case-by-case basis. This country would never have gotten where it has had it been like it is today where everybody's equal, everybody's the same, everybody wins, nobody loses. You keep score for a reason. You play the games for a reason. Only the very best make it to Major League Baseball or the NFL or the NBA. And you get rewarded for it. Only the very best usually climb the ladder to be Fortune 500 you know, employees. Look, I, I am now finally successful. I, I consider myself successful. I finally gotten to the point now and through busting my ass, whether it be in college, whether it be in the jobs I've always had, especially, I just got promoted again at work because I busted my ass. You know, there's a bunch of people that did. And there are people that I know at... at I, okay, you know what? I'm going to have to derail myself there. I, I can't go into it because I. Okay. Trust me when I tell you that. Are, 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 you, are you trying to imply that there are people that also got promoted who you, in your estimation, did not deserve it? I would say that there are people that the federal government employs, and this is the same with any other company in the private sector, public sector, doesn't matter, uh-huh. who make a decent buck. And I won't say people got promoted because everyone I know who got promoted, the same with me, were because they deserved it. They okay. busted their ass. But there are people that are getting paid who don't deserve to, who are dead weight and have no business being there, who have absolutely no interest in being promoted, who have no interest in doing their job to the best of their ability, the job they've got right now. But that doesn't, that doesn't stop them from having a sense of entitlement that somehow they believe they should have what I have. And, and this is something that pissed me off earlier in the week. All right, In gaming, it, it, this is no different. All right? Again, this goes back to not everybody's equal. You should be focusing on the competitive nature. Maybe not to the point where you you know have parents like at a baseball game, a little league game, you know, coming onto the field and screaming at the umpire or or you know berating their kid in front of the other team. And there are those kinds of people. There are those kinds of parents that will get into fight with other parents. Hell, South Park made an episode of it. It was hysterical. It was great, and it was true. I mean, like you said, there's a, a part of social Darwinism where you can take it too far, where it gets too competitive. Yes. Or like, you know, the Baron just said, the point is the focus should not differentiate from the fact that these kids should be trying their best to excel as far as their abilities will take them. And I think when you get into it, it should be more competitive or more cooperative than competitive. Uh, to me, that, that's, that's the wrong attitude that we've been taking for a very long time. For the last 15 years at least, it, it just it bothers me because, you know, the Princess Imperial, when she played soccer, it was the same way. They didn't keep score. We did. The parents did. We knew exactly what the score was. Oh, but we don't want them to feel bad because they lose. Fuck that! You don't want to feel bad because you lose? Then don't lose! Go home and practice. Do some passing drills. Do some running. Win the goddamn game so you don't have to feel bad. Martyrdom says, Emperor's, Emp's back hurts from carrying his office. No, far from it. I work with some of the finest people. I really enjoy you know the people I work with. It's just that there are some people, and this is in any job anywhere, that don't deserve the money that they make. So, all right, before we take the break, how about the Super Video Game Moment of the Week? Woo. Yeah, okay. Sounds good. 
From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. It's so stupid. Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Stupid. These, these particular games are, are pretty stupid. Yeah. Have you ever heard of these? I have Baron. not. Some of them have. Some of them have. You have not heard of this? Not this one. Oh, my goodness. Well, you're in for a treat, sir. <laughs> First, some history. In 1989, Nintendo contracted Sony to create a CD add-on to their SNES system. Nintendo then pulled out of the deal with Sony and went with Dutch company Philips to create the add-on. Okay, this I think I have heard about. Right. FYI, Sony decided to spin off their add-on into a new console called the PlayStation. Maybe you've heard of it. However, after seeing how badly the Sega Genesis CD add-on sold, Nintendo decided not to pursue an SNES add-on altogether. However... In an agreement with Philips in dissolving the contract, Nintendo agreed to license up to five of their characters for Philips' already existing console, the Philips CDI. That was a terrible system. I have never heard of it. You've never heard of the Philips CDI? I have not. Well, I'll tell you what, next week... called the Pippin, too. Yeah, we've done that one. We've done the Pippin. I'll tell you what, next week we'll do the Philips CDI. Okay. Thus, we are now ready to experience a trifecta of stupid video game moments of the week. Link, the faces of evil... Zelda, The Wand of Gamelon, and Zelda's Adventure, three Zelda games that are so bad that Nintendo does not even acknowledge their existence in the Legend of Zelda canon. To begin, although the CDI did play games, it was not made to be a dedicated game console. This made for the controls of the games very awkward at best, especially when using Philips' infrared wireless controller, which lagged behind what was happening on screen. By about a good like three to four seconds. Yeah, it was too. pretty bad. Pretty bad. Faces of Evil and Wand of Gamelon were created at the same time by the same team, which consisted of only four artists, three programmers, and one musician, who had to create both <laughs> games in less than a year. Both games use animated cutscenes drawn by six Russian animators who were flown into America, and voiceovers done by local, ar- local actors. Zelda's Adventure, done by another team, used scenery from Santa Monica Boulevard, footage of Hawaii taken from a helicopter, and their own vacation photos. (laughs) Because of that, the game ran extremely slowly as it tried to process all the background, not to mention screen load times of up to one minute. Allegedly, arguments among the development team would spring up over how to use one or two open kilobytes of space. Furthermore, because of the lack of room on the game, sound effects and background music couldn't play at the same time. Needless to say, when you've had all these problems creep up, it's bound to result in some bad games. Reviews have, ranked, have ran the gamut, calling them some of the worst video games ever created to virtually unplayable. Link, Faces of Evil, Zelda, Wand of Gamelon, and Zelda's Adventure, definitely three of the stupidest moments in video game history. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. Yeah, I, I, I could just go on with those I mean, literally, if, if you can go on YouTube and look at some of the cutscenes and the acting, it looks like really? someone took their like less dominant hand to draw it and everything. And, <laughs> yep, it was. And the, and the was acting was so horrible. I mean, if 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 you think the acting was kind of cheesy in the uh, Legend of Zelda cartoon, yes, the one that showed up every yes. Friday, uh, it, it looks me. like Citizen Kane compared to <laughs> compared to the acting in those for like games. twelve episodes and it disappeared. Yes, none of those shows were ever really carrying on. I mean, they they had like. I, I I thought they could have actually been successful. They kept on with it, but they never did. It was like 10 episodes, 8 episodes, and then it just died. 
Well, Super Mario, they kept no, that's bringing back to like four or five different Super Mario right. lasted a little while, but the problem is Legend of Zelda was every Friday. That's, that's why, why there's only so many episodes. Okay. So mo- Monday through Thursday, the cartoon was Super Mario Brothers. Right. Friday was Legend of Zelda. Yeah, but uh, my the point is... The-, wish, the one I wish stuck around was Captain N and the Game, Game Master. Game Master, right. Everybody, everybody saw that one. We were talking about that last week. I think uh, we were talking about the, the only game that he couldn't beat. I, th- was, I think uh, it was Master it. Blaster. No, I thought it was The Adventures. Yeah, I thought it was The Adventures of Bayou Billy. Oh, and, that I, game was and I and I, I don't think we ever got a definite answer on that one. As, None as left. Was, See if you can find that for me and tell me. Uh, let us know exactly. Uh, see if you can find where Captain and the Game Master. If it says exactly what game he could not. Yeah, beat. I, I, there definitely was. It was in the show. There was one game he could not beat, and uh, it, was, it, it was part of the episode because they they were dealing with characters from that from that particular game. game. So okay. Um, all right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got to do the mailbag, the quickening yet to come. Um, the Baron is clearly blitzed. I don't know if he's going to do anything with his, that blitzness, but Ooh, he's there. I'll, I'm holding my own. Uh, I don't know if he can do any. Bring back the bottle. People are asking if he's going to do any impressions. I have no idea. I, he is an unexpected add into the show. I don't know what the hell he had planned. I don't even think he knows really why he's here. But <laughs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break, then we'll come back, and we'll go from there. So uh, keep it right here. Intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Hello there. My name's Aspit. Before you guys get back to listening to the illustrious emperor, I just want to remind you that you're listening to The Emperor's Court only on btwproductions.com. I have a microphone, but I can't promise I'm not retarded. For the glory of the Emperor. So I will charge you more for modern warfare. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here to the final eye here of the Emperor's Court here on First World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander Always and a pleasure. Baron Von Gosu. What's up, bitches? And I see. <laughs> <laughs> And we're off oh, and running. There, there's an echo. <laughs> that is an echo. I I don't know if it's because the microphones, because we kind of plug the microphone in the middle of the show, only because, see, there is that echo. My guess is, ladies and gentlemen, when we do this the next time, I'll just keep the third microphone plugged in in case you actually happen to drop in, Baron. But I believe that's probably what's causing it is that. So anyways, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to the uh, mailbag. We're kind of running short on time again, as we always do here. We usually have more to cover than we've got time. In fact, I think the only show that ended on time in the last recent memory was Baron's and mine so aha uh-huh. um so it's my fault then is it so let's yeah. okay <laughs> okay i'm glad we established starting yes, at the bo- we did starting at the bottom uh hang on stop bumping the damn table baron it's making it very difficult to use the mouse i can't wait till we actually have a dedicated table instead of using this piece of shit it's always been the case but i've actually got one that we're going to use for the uh uh the basement once it's, it's actually like a finished. big mahogany table yes actually it's going to be solid wood so, I did say I was going to do the mailbag, didn't I? Yes. I should probably get around to doing that. Probably. I tried to actually clean up the uh, soundboard, but... Uh, oh, did you? Yeah. The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? All right, folks. All right. As always, you can send your emails into emperor1g at cox.net. And I shall read it. All right. Um, where do we go? We've got to go back, actually, because I've received a bunch of emails since then. So I will keep reading until I run out of them. If you've got an email to send in, now's the time. Emperor1G at Cox.net. Mailbag's kind of full. Uh, where did we start? Um, actually, there was an article in here that someone 
thought, but okay. Anyways, hey, Amp, I actually agree with you. This is from uh, uh, Fiona. Hey, Amp, I actually agree with you up to the point when you mentioned that they were getting death threats. This is about uh, the Penny Arcade fiasco we talked about a couple weeks ago. Uh, up to the point where they're getting death threats aimed at Gabe and, his, Gabe and his family. Now, we all know that you can get a ton of these, and they can be really pointless bantering, but it just takes one real one to change a person's life forever. That, and we're talking about, we aren't talking, that, and we're talking about comic artists here. I love the work, but I can respect them being concerned about the family and the coming into a decision to take the t-shirt down. Well, I wanted this to be a quick, uh, wanted this to be quick, and that means I'm going to stop. Not check my grammar, no kidding, in the slightest, and just hope this is enough for discussion uh, from Fiona. I guess the point is, though, if once you start making real-life threats or even just pretending to make real-life threats mm-hmm. and saying, I'm going to kill your family, and they start doing what you want, taking down your stuff, then you've pretty much just won, but you've also set a precedent. You know what you have to do now in order to bully them and kind of force them into that you know, right. to do what you want. It's 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 a fine line. You have to decide whether they, they really mean what they say or if it's just someone blowing off steam. I mean, anybody can send in a death threat with whether you're you know Gabe and Tycho or you're Roger Maris or, or you know, anything like that. Yeah. yeah, I remember the Roger Maris issue. Yes. Uh, this one sent in by uh, Mr. Kemp. Uh, just a little something I found PC Gamers would be interested in reading. That's the article we did about... Uh, uh, Valve and right. uh, Gabe Newell, so we got to that. I did send myself an article. I actually found anonymous hacks the Strucks worm. I don't know if you heard about this. No, I, I saw you sent me a text, but I had no idea what you were talking. All about. right, the Strucks worm is this this program that was allegedly created by the United States, although no one's been able to prove exactly where it came from. That was it was the most sophisticated worm slash virus ever created, with an express specific target of the Iranian nuclear program. It destroyed their nuclear facilities, all their computers, their research, years and years of research oh. destroyed. After it was done, it went dormant. And so, of course, they, they got onto the Internet. Everybody wants to know who created this. No one's fessing up to it. I've seen people claim it's the Germans, it's the, it's the Israelis, it's the United States. No one wants to claim any kind of, of uh, uh, credit for having created this worm. Hmm. It was me. So... So Anonymous apparently hacked into and a... I ate it. A ch- <laughs> I ate the worm. <laughs> Allegedly, wow. Anonymous hacks into a German security firm and stole the coding for the worm and oh. released it to the public. Fantastic. So, that so, was the so now the entire public will be able to destroy Iranian nuclear secrets? Well, see, what they're suggesting is that... Once now that they have the coding, the actual basics for the worm, maybe they can retarget it and reissue it and send it out because there's really no defense against it, uh, allegedly. Mm, I see. All right, this is from Mista. Hey, Amp, if you enjoy the randomness of Fully Cooley, FLCL, and the overtop action of Gurren Langan, which I've never seen, and the mindfuck of Dion Genesis Evangelion, might I suggest panty and stocking with garter belt? You would be able to find the series streaming on YouTube or whatever your favorite anime torrenting websites could be. Love the show. Keep up the great work. Mista. Is that an anime or a Saturday night? Yes. Both. And, uh, the answer is yes. There you go. <laughs> Continuing on. Oh, God. Yeah, you got to find all the... Uh, well, there's new uh, ones there. This is from Mechahawk. Hey, Imp. I uh, wanted to throw you a couple of news stories and songs, but I thought I had to share with you. I found a rather insulting song that appears to be up here in Highlander's Lane for making fun of somebody who is terrible at games and whatnot. It's based on the Mega Man 3 credits performed by Brent Brentel Floss. Really harsh, but I hope you enjoy. And then it's a YouTube link, which of course doesn't help me at all because I can't get the song off of YouTube. Right. I don't have that particular program. Uh, none left is. Uh, oh, I have that one. You don't so. need a program for that. You can go. There's there's sites that'll do it for you. Is there? Okay. Yes, there are. Yeah. 
Um, I have done that before. None Left Head uh, sent me this, uh, and I, I did mean I'm glad I actually came across this. I completely forgot about it. Uh, Amp, last I said I would make a best of for the quickening. I think I got the best questions. Could you ask the listeners what their favorite questions were and to send the questions with the episode number preferably to None Left at, I'm sorry, None Left Rep, N-U-N-L-E-F-T-R-E-P at gmail.com so I can get a good list. Only questions from before the wedding will be included. Please follow these simple instructions, IRC Rats and podcast listeners. That is, once again, none left, N-U-N-L-E-F-T-R-E-P at gmail.com. That's the best of the quickening. He's trying to put together an archive so we can actually, because we did that with the best of the uh, the very first, the very first quickening. quickening, which yeah. was still, to date, the best and the nastiest. Uh, this one being sent in from Digit. Attention whore here again. You've touched on the subject a lot, how anonymity on the Internet leads to people's abusive assholeish behavior, which we talked about earlier. Do you think the growing trend of things like Blizzard's Real ID and Facebook and other game sites showing and requiring more real-life information could potentially lower that? We've seen where some of the more abusive people on Facebook, that one woman who was harassing that, girl, uh, that dying girl, for example, uh, being punished. Still loving the show, Digit. It depends on if you use your real name. I right. mean, there's, there's nothing stopping me from making a fake Facebook account. True, called, but... Called, you know, Douchey McDouchebag. What they're trying to tie in, though, with Blizzard is the actual billing information you give them. They're trying to avoid that with just making a fake name and getting away with it. Uh, okay. I've heard that they, that's one of the things they want to do is integrate that so uh, they can kind of tie it in. That way you have to reveal your real name. I see. And the backlash, obviously, it happened to Blizzard because they, you know, some guy, some rep... Thought would be a real, you know, hard ass and gave his real name and put it on the forums. They then posted his address, his work number, his phone number, his home number, his wife's information, everything they could find out about this guy, and they posted it on the WoW forums. Mm-hmm. Kind of backfired. Surprisingly, not surprisingly, very shortly thereafter, they killed that program, and we haven't seen it come back yet. Uh-huh. This one is from Master Queef, uh, the show host of PodCraft. Hail to you, sir. Playing StarCraft 2, I was cussed out for a good 15 minutes because, and I quote, quote, you are a such a fucking hacker. After watching the words of Colorfly, I had enough and put him on ignore. This being the player he was against, I suppose. After five minutes, I start getting more cussing and spam from some random player. It was the same guy. He took the time to find me at Battle.net, look up my code so he could keep harassing me. I finally had enough and logged out of uh, StarCraft. The fucker found me on Skype and started harassing me there. I can understand if you have a small penis or you can beat up in school and you have to make yourself feel bigger and feel better online, but all you're doing is showing yourself to be that of a troll. I do my best to ignore it and talk to them in a calm and friendly way. In most cases, they get even more upset and will not stop talking because I put them in their place or they will threaten to come to my house and kill me. In turn, I report them because people on the Internet have been known to do some messed up stuff to people. That's true. We've talked about it on this show. I know the best way to deal with this type of people is to simply ignore them, but there are days when my, uh, my workday has me upset already and I just fly off the handle. How do you normally handle this other than the obvious of throwing Pepsi at them? Looking forward to the interview. I'll be in uh, IRC around 7.30. That's from Master Queef. Well, how do I handle it? Has that even ever happened to you? Like someone tracking you across the entire <sighs> internet? No. Just to piss you off or... I've had people I've that... I've never had that happen to me. In games. Uh, I don't know, Baron, if you've ever had that experience either. What, to the point of stalking me over the internet? Yes. No. I've never. I, I've never had that come up. I don't think I've ever had an issue. Uh, the only thing I've ever had was when I logged on after a couple of days, somebody put me on their friends list just so they could send me a couple of nasty messages. Pop them out ignore and that's it. Right. Rarely yeah. am I out-cussed or out-trash-talked. It, it's hard to do that with me. 
and I will keep going until they usually quit, only because I find it entertaining. To me, that's half the fun of it. Not to mention, and, and Mechahawk and Desperado and the rest of the guys can tell you, it's a part of the strategy. If you're so busy trying to one-up me by typing it in, that means you're not paying attention to what you're doing on screen, so you're going to make a mistake. You're either too busy talking to me or typing in some cool one-liner that I just can't come back from that you're not paying attention to your soldier, to your army, to your first-person shooter, to your position. You're going to get sniped, and I'm going to laugh. Even if it's not me killing you, somebody else is going to frag your ass, and it's not worth the trouble. So if I can keep them egging on, and I only usually trash talk when I'm in a position where I'm just sitting there waiting anyways, it's a viable tactic, but I've Mm -hmm. never had anybody stalk me like that before. So what would you do in that scenario? Well, the problem is, well, I'm not really sure it would be that easy because um, I don't use the same emails for everything that I do online, uh-huh. deliberately. Like mm-hmm. the Emperor 1G at Coxnet, I only really use for the show. I don't really use it for any other games that I play. Um, I have different emails and accounts. I don't always actually play under the Emperor tag either, depending on what I'm doing. So uh, it would be very difficult, I think, to try and, and track me down. I, and, uh, to be honest, it, Master Queef, I would just... I would place everything on ignore. Most everything these days has an ignore list or a block list. Whether that be StarCraft, whether that be Skype, whether that be email, if you can always set it to spam. If you really want to block somebody from your life, it's not that hard to do. The same thing with Facebook. You can't post on somebody's wall unless you let them. So, I mean, there are ways around that. I, I would just block him. Nothing is more frustrating to know that the person you're trying to insult can't hear you and doesn't give a damn. Dear Empy. I've been listening to your show for about three weeks now. Wow, three weeks. Wow. All right. So Welcome. She, she's a newbie. I love it. I was wondering, what is your take on females in video games? Do you think they have a harder time in fitting in when, it, when the males do? Love, Ashley. I, I think so, especially when they're yes. wearing their metal bikinis and uh, things like that. It's really difficult <laughs> to, to stand not stand out. out really. uh, but, of course, you know, uh, it's, it's, uh, you know you're kind of asking for it if you're walking around To like be that. honest, if you're a female gamer, it's the moment you speak into a microphone and everybody finds out you're female, they, they, you'll... You'll never get a moment's peace. Most of the women, actually, Baron brings up the exact point I was getting at, uh, going to go at, is that most women I know, and I know quite a few. We've even had a, we've had a <gasps> few come through. I know you don't know any women. Highlander. He pays them. I don't. He pays them very well. Oh, I see. Damn right. If you got money, spend it. I have ass walking around and flaunting themselves when Miriam's not home. Um, yes, I think it's a much more difficult time, uh, actually, because, like Baron just said, these. The stereotype is that, and, and it's very true up until recent times, that women don't play video games, at least not to the same degree that we do. And know, males. I, I would also add to that that males, I should say boys, but males who play video games generally don't have adequate social skills to right. be able to handle right. talking to a member of the opposite sex. So when they do, it comes across bad. Right. And they will try to do anything they can to impress the hell Dad, out of yes. you. Yes. I, I do know a couple of guys Sad. from Old One Line, <laughs> and Highlander, you might know him. I think Baron does, from the old R&R days, that would deliberately play as female characters in game and then just rake in the loot from people who from <laughs> men who were trying to give them shit. And they pretend to be girls. And I think one of them actually called, and I remember this, it was Pimp Daddy, um, was playing as a female, and he grabbed one of the girls at the store and had him get on his cell phone and answer it as a girl, because the guy didn't believe he really was. As soon as that was the case, they gave him a house. <laughs> Shit you not. Hand to God. This kind of stuff goes on all the time. So absolutely, That's actually, hilarious. I think you have a much harder time. Although I believe that certainly I, uh, more women are, are actually letting them know that they play. I do know several that keep it under wraps. They don't, you know, if they go on a ventrilo, they're on listen only, they don't talk, 
or you can actually get a program that will throw your voice uh, so you can sound like a male. Um, I guess that that seems an awful going out of your way to avoid. Hey, look, being some people don't want to go to the harassment. They don't want to deal with the bullshit. Yeah, I can't this, blame them. That's the then, thing. It's, it's then, one of those. Then why play the game? That's a, that's part of the game experience, though. At least from my perspective, anyway. Uh, be, there's a difference between you know being social and being spammed from the minute you hop online for the simple fact that you're a woman. Uh, it's something that the three of us have never really experienced because no, it, it, we're not it women. Oh, I've seen right. it happen. Sure, I've definitely seen it happen. You know, I guess it depends on the kind of games you play too. I mean, if yeah. you can play a game that you don't have to interact, at least for the rule of voice, then you're fine because you don't have to tell anybody you're a chick. Don't. If you can get away with it, then you know, do it. Don't tell anybody you're a woman if you don't have to. Otherwise, you're just asking for trouble because people can't handle it. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of women. <laughs> okay. What was that? What was that? that? No, I just look. It's illegal to name a pig Napoleon in France. It looks more like a bag of money than it does a Napoleon. <laughs> it hat. does. Oh, that's that's a hat. I guess I thought it was an onion. I think it's supposed to be the Napoleon. I thought it was a piece of garbage. Right, speaking of women, we happen to have a lot of them listen to this show. Hello, Empen Highlander. Back in the days, I used to listen to your show at Warcraft Radio and enjoyed it. But of course, life decided to pick up its pace and throw me around for a while, which resulted in me, dare I even say it, forgetting about your show. <gasps> Blasphemy. Enter to the purge list. Shriggs, take care of it. <laughs> Death. <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. Now that was the time if there's a way out. to like to like cut that out and use that as like a thing just to press a button. <laughs> there it is, the one single second echo- there you go. show better. You will you will forever be on the show because whenever something happens, we'll just I've, we'll hit I'm, the button. I'm known for impressions. I think we're gonna death. keep him in the cavern. I like the echo. <laughs> Jesus. Holy Lord. Uh, now okay. let's hope they heard the echo. Anyway. Though, yeah, because they don't hear the echo. They don't get the joke. Though now that life is more stable, I've come to VTW Productions and listened to a lot of your podcasts, all of which were amazing. I mean, are amazing. Thank now, you, Captain. In Humphrey. episode 22, if I'm correct, you and Highlander argued about the coolness and I guess to some extent the efficiency of the Gunblade versus Cloud's Buster Sword. I'll, I'll assume it's 22. I vaguely remember us talking I about do. that. Yeah. Listening to your argument made me wonder, I remember this YouTube channel, Michael Cthulhu, which is about an Irish-born smith that basically creates whatever weapon armor design he wants. One of his designs or custom weapons made uh, being the Buster Sword, of course. And there's a video attached. I hope this will help you both reach an agreement. Oh, wait, actually, I don't. P.S. I found this picture and thought it resembled Emp quite well. Best regards, Mirakai. So that's supposed to be you? Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so glad you found the show. <laughs> Piggy. Shut up. It's a, it's a pig wearing a hat. <laughs> Funny because he wears a hat. Okay, so apparently they do hear the echo. This is gonna yeah. this is gonna be a horrible podcast from the like the interview on because of that stupid echo, but that part was kind of funny though. That was pretty funny. <laughs> the death echo. <laughs> uh we'll we'll have to we'll have to test this. We'll have to shut the computer down, turn it back on, and test that so we can do that. All right, so that right. Uh, well, we do have Thess sends one in, but this is with this or that, which oh, I did okay. not have any. But we can do it between the two. All right, Emperor and Highlander Thess here, and I got this or that for you guys. Is Thess our Israeli friend? I believe it is. Would you rather this or that? Live under a dictator who has absolute authority, used underhanded tactics like assassination, bribe, and disinformation, but rules well, improves the economy, and gives his subjects large personal freedom. Or would you rather live under a ruler that which, while elected fairly and with no foul play, enacts very restrictive laws and denies his people personal freedoms? 
I thought of this while playing Dragon Age Origins, a very similar situation that takes place there, and talking about politics with my buddy. I would have, well, I guess I'd have to choose number one. You'd uh, rather have somebody, an oppressive dictatorship who, well, see, that's, who uh, that's, rules effectively. That's the problem. If, if you read the whole thing, it, it doesn't quite work out because he's not oppressive. Because he gives the subjects large personal freedom and you improves, know, the improves the economy and all that kind of stuff. Well, if you think about it, back in, in during the Roman Republic and the Greek Republic, you had that, where that's where the, the word tyrant comes from, a benevolent tyrant, where you had one guy running the entire show, and he ran, I mean, for the most part, very well. If they didn't, the population would choose to throw him out and put somebody else in, in complete right. power. So that's not out of the realm of impossibility. Um, I guess we've kind of been conditioned these days to think that those are kind of, you know those are, are oxymorons. It's a, it's a contradictory term. You can't be a dictator and be you know effective and you know just ruler. At the same time, it's interesting. The second one is that you can fairly elect a ruler that ends up being very repressive and restrictive laws, sure. what have you. Um, enter, enter Adolf Hitler. There you go. Fairly elected. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say you'd have to live under the dictator only because. You know, he rules well. The problem with dictator is when he dies and goes away and the next guy comes in, sure. there's no well, guy he's going to be the same. But that's the same thing with Personally, I don't like either choice, but this is this I don't like that. So you have to right. pick one or the other. Yeah. yeah. Baron? I would have to agree. I'd have to go with the first one. Okay, so yeah. we're all, you know, we love the dictators. So there you go. That's from Thess. And that is th- uh, this week's mailbag. Good Lord, that was quite a bit of mail. I liked it. So, uh, all right. What else we got? We, got? we can hit another topic before we get to the quickening. Uh, do you want to do the uh, CNN yes. one? This one pisses me off. Go ahead. All right. From CNN, Will Wright wants to tell stories. The video game legend who created The Sims and SimCity would surely have had no trouble selling his new idea to Electronic Arts or any other competing game publisher. Instead, Wright shopped his project called Bar Karma to television studios. Here's the quote. Games are not the right medium to tell stories, Wright said in a recent interview. Video games are more about story possibilities. Though Wright is finally ready to create something with a cohesive story, the plot and script are not his own. Uh, I don't know. Naturally. For Bar Karma, Wright and TV industry veteran Abe Hecht took the concept of a show driven by fan input and started recruiting. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Let's get rid of it. I don't care about the show. Sim everything. Here we go. Wright's conviction that video games should be open-ended is clear from the types of products he's made. SimCity lets players lay out roads and buildings to construct their own metropolises. Or should be metropoli. The game never really ends until you get bored or fill up every last inch of land. In Spore, the most recent game Wright designed, you play a god who can mold creatures and organize societies. The Sims is a virtual dollhouse in which you control a family of humanoids. It's the top-selling computer game franchise of all time and has sold more than 125 million units across all platforms. Of the Sim franchises, little-known additions include Sim Ant, Sim Life, Amp, you know about that one, yes, and a handful of others. Waste of my goddamn time. None adhere to any kind of storyline. Games are meant to let people create their own stories, Wright said. While Wright works in game, works, well, there we go, let's try that again. While Wright's work in gaming has flourished with this credo, others have achieved a similar Rockstar status at the other end of the spectrum. For one, Rockstar Games received critical acclaim during the last decade for its string of hits in the Grand Theft Auto series. The games uniquely capture the eras they aim to recreate and attract Hollywood actors to read dialogue, including Samuel L. Jackson, Burt Reynolds, and Ray Liotta. For gamers, the experience can feel like playing through a big-budget gangster movie. Wright considers himself a fan of the controversial Grand Theft Auto, but he bypasses the mission-driven storylines that have won the franchise such favor. 
quote, what I enjoy about Grand Theft Auto is kind of going out and creating my own story. He okay, said. so let's we don't have to continue on with this. I think we get where the point is coming from. Right. All right, I don't give a damn about his TV show either. What he's basically saying is this this douchebag is saying that that games are not, a, he's saying games are not a, a, the right medium to tell stories. I get that. Guys, we've all played, I, RPGs is the first thing I go to. Right. Okay, when I think of something like this. All right, anybody listening, were you emotionally touched in any way, shape, or form, you know, with the storyline of Final Fantasy VII, with the death of Eris? Something like that, I mean, up until that point, it never really been done. You know, everybody always points to, and I use the Final Fantasy series, like 4 and 6 and 7, because they had fantastic stories. Alan Wake, fantastic story. Yeah, Heavy you know, Rain, fantastic Heavy yeah. Rain, he, yeah, exactly, uh, yes. I know we didn't go through, but I did read the whole article because this was mine. Right. He, uh, they they mention um, the Metal Gear Solid series, which has okay. heavy storyline. Sure. And the only quote he has is, those aren't the kind of games I like to play. Okay, well, see, that that's a cop-out because he's basically taking something that has a heavy-driven uh, storyline, probably is aware of it and saying, oh, I don't play it, therefore it's irrelevant. Well, just because you haven't played it doesn't take it you know, away its relevance. You know, that does not, you know, invalidate what it does. I think that's a moronic thing to say. I think games have gotten to the point where they have because they tell stories. People don't play World of Warcraft because they necessarily want to keep playing the same people in PvP. There are some out there. Majority of people that, that sunk into World of Warcraft are people from the Warcraft franchise, 1, 2, and 3, who like the storyline. They want to see what happens next. Sure. You know, it's the same thing with Star Wars. They want to continue on the story that ended with the movies and in the books and what have you. Video games are a huge driver of storylines. There's a reason why they draw more money now than movies, for the very same reason. You can tell the same story and be much more interactive and more interactive than have fun. Sure, that, that's the whole point of it. It's, it's interactive. Now, right. I, I, I will agree that early on in video gaming, it was very difficult, if not impossible, to tell a story. I mean, you try playing like an Atari 2600 game. There's, right. there's yeah. no story really there. To, but, to that's what, but with the advent of technology and as things continue to progress, you get more and more ability to, to tell an interactive story. The old Atari computer had games like Ultima, Ultima 2 and 3 and 4 and 5 and 6. You know, the Commodore as well, that were very story-driven. I mean, Richard Garrett basically staked his fortune. He made his name on that, on basically selling a story. Not necessarily a game. I mean, there are, there's a lot of people that tell you that, you know, there's a, story, there's a game that has a great story, but it's a shitty gameplay. Right. Final Fantasy VIII, there you go. Shitty game! Okay story. See, my beef with it is it, it's okay to come out and say that, you know, these type of games are not for you. That's fine. Right. You know, everyone has their own style of games. Everyone right. likes to play their own thing. But to come out and say that because you don't like it, therefore it is not good enough to, to create to hold a storyline it is crap. It, I mean, it's like you said. Look at the success of the whole industry. If they don't have that success just because every single game is a hack and slash with no plot. Right. right. It's not Super Mario 1 where you just keep running through the same levels, jumping over the same things, and that's it. This guy is basically, he, he's trying to promote his own creations over everybody else's, and therefore he's invalidating those that it's something either he cannot do, he cannot grasp, or cannot master. Buy my TV series. Go and watch my stuff. Play my games, because, you know, you can't really do a great story, so here I'll give you the tools to make your own. I mean, to me, if, if nothing else, he's basically taking himself out of, the, out of the equation. It's less work for him to do by saying, okay, I'm just giving you the, the tools to do whatever you want. Therefore, he doesn't have to actually tell a story, or he doesn't have to create a plot. Because he's taking the cop-out movement saying, here, do it yourself. It's a make it, choose your own adventure. But even a choose your own adventure has to start somewhere. You know, it's just to start off there. So, 
Fred's saying that you know the lore of World of Warcraft is great. In his opinion, I don't know if I necessarily agree on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, like for for remember when we were talking about way back about things that uh, draw people to games and what what kind of gamer you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you had articles like five different kinds. Yeah, of like gamers. five yes. different kinds of gamers. And I'm I'm, I'm a story <clears throat> person. I I I will play a, a shitty game if it has a good story. I'll put it that oh, way. Same here. If 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 the you know if if it comes down to is it. That does have great gameplay, but it has a shitty story. I probably will not play it, or I will drop it. But if it has a good story, I'm willing to forgive mechanics or, you know, any kind of uh, you know drawing or any kind of thing like that, as long as the story is good. And if it's a good story, I'll I'll follow through with it. If not, I'll drop it. The death of General Leo was more shocking than the death of a what? Epic lurker, you're obviously trolling the uh, IRC channel because no one's going to believe that shit. <clears throat> Well, we're at the getting close to the end of the show, Highlander. Yes. Um, there's 15 minutes left. How long do you think the quickening is going to take? Quickening is very short, so it's not going to take too long. All right, maybe we can uh, squeeze in one more. Yeah, I think we can definitely squeeze in one more. We, okay, we'll have no, to watch this right yeah. after the show to see what that is. <clears throat> PlayStation 2's lifetime sale surpasses 150 million units sold. Ridiculous. They're still yep. selling PS2s? They are, yep, they, they are. Really? Sony guaranteed the PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and PlayStation 3 for 10 years, meaning for 10 years they're going to keep making new consoles, new games for it, etc. Okay, well, and obviously then they're, they're done making PlayStations because those this, came out like 95 this was the last, Well, PlayStation 1's been out for a while. PlayStation 2, I think the 10th year was this year. I think okay. they're done. Gotcha. It makes sense, though. If you've got 150 million consoles out there, then yes, keep producing games for it. Absolutely. Because you've, you've got a built-in market. People aren't just going to sure, throw them I off guess to that's the side. True. And it's a great system. Right. Baron, go ahead read this one. Oh, Why do I have here? to read? Because we've all read. I'll, I'll read it if you want. I don't Fine. care. The PlayStation 2 is the best-selling video game console of all time, including both home consoles and handhelds. As of January 31st, the system had sold 150 million units worldwide in just under 11 years. Okay, now the beer is kicking in, so I can't see the rest. Take over. <laughs> Next month will mark the 11-year anniversary. You know <laughs> You're a dick. That's, go that's ahead. my reputation. Where's my Colt? <laughs> that's that's Quagmire. He's yeah. Quagmire. Giggity, giggity, goo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next month will mark the 11th year anniversary of the PS2's release in Japan. It'll reach that same milestone in North America this October. Sony's announcement does not note that the 150 million figure is a sell-in number as opposed to a sell-through number. That is to say how many systems have been sold to retailers as opposed to units oh, sold to customers. It. That makes sense. So I, I, I can't seriously think that some company has a huge glut of PS2s just sitting around. That, that's crazy. Baron, how many do you have in your store? New uh, or used? Oh, used, probably 10. Brand new, probably two or three. Did anybody ever wow. buy used PS2s? Yeah, all the time. Okay. We still get them traded in all the time, too. Oh, shit. Well, nice. I, mean, I haven't seen people trading them in. but People still buy the games. There's, that's why we still carry them. Go figure. We stop here in Xbox. Uh, well, well, there you go. Look at this. With a collection of more than 10,828 games available for the system, more than 1.52 billion games have been sold through the end of 2010. That's billion with a B. The announcement made sure to remind everyone that Sony's did controllerless gaming before Microsoft in a paragraph talking about the iToy. That was so horrible. It's an easy opportunity for it to brag and enjoy this occasion. However, Sony may not hold on to the record of best-selling system for long. As of December, the DS... 
on the market since 2004, has sold more than 144 million units. The 3DS is sure to hamper DS sales as we go into the future, but surpassing the PS2 seems more than doable for an Nintendo. I find that hard to believe that they're going to sell 6 million units going forward with the 3D coming out. I will have to see. I would see I'm, that I'm being surprised. Derailed. I was surprised people are still buying the PS2. I, I think they'll make it. Based on what you see at your store, anyways. Yes. Right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of the show, but not before the quickening. So let's get to that. Here we are, born to be kings. We're the princes of the universe. Greetings, Highlander. You call? Here we go. This, this is one of the greatest songs ever. This one will be a you have the manners of a goat. <laughs> That's what we're about talking about. Yeah. You know, we're talking over that. I just turned it off. Yeah, we're talking about, yeah, we're talking about uh, when we uh, have the new set. We're going to put like... Actually, what we, what we could do, if we wanted to be really fancy, put up multiple cameras and then have like For shots. Different angles? Yeah, different angles. Yeah, we could do that. Have it awesome. God damn it. All right, well... Uh, we will set the curry at the snow. <laughs> Fly ball. <laughs> Come God. on, run. <laughs> All right, if you have a question that you'd like me to answer in the quickening, please email me at Highlander1G at gmail.com. What was it like getting pwned by Watson? Send. Don't touch the damn cord. <laughs> Here we go. If you were in charge of making all the banknotes in the U.S., who would you put on each one? For example, Jesus on the $100 bill, because apparently he is big over there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well... Seeing as how we put famous people from history on our money, I would jump ahead of the historians and put famous internet memes on the money. I'd put a lolcat on the $100 bill with the caption, I'm in your monies, inflating's your economies. <laughs> I'd put the O'Reilly owl on the 50. I'd put Leroy Jenkins on the 20. Rick Astley on the $10 bill. The Star Wars kid, if you can remember that far back. He's dead. He's committed he died? suicide. Committed suicide. Are you serious? No lie. No left, pull, no left. Do a search for the Star Wars kid suicide. Trust I, me. All right. Star Wars kid on the five. Oolong the pancake rabbit on the $2 bill. Because I don't understand the $2 bill, so here's a picture with a rabbit with a pancake on its head. Have you ever seen Oolong? <laughs> yes, pancake? I have, yes. I love that. I love that. And for the $1 bill, I thought very hard on this one. I decided I would put someone on there who truly has shaped my life and many of our lives for the better. Someone I know, and you know him too who has integrity and honor, and who has the moral fortitude to always know right from wrong and not to be afraid to speak his mind to us. A man, a legend, a way of life. I'm speaking, of course, of His Excellency, the Most Honorable Reverend Friar Professor Sir Dr. Stephen Tiberius C. Train Colbert, Esquire, DFA, SC, America's Newsman, Star Commander of the Order of Colbert, Greatest Living American. Finally, I would put Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z on the $9,001 bill because it's over $9,000. (laughs) (laughs) Question, who would you masturbate to while watching Spartacus Gods of the Arena? The men are as pretty as the women. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Whatever floats your boat, dude. Uh, Serious answer to this question, Jamie Murray, who plays Gaia, that's Lucretia's flirty and promiscuous friend, I could definitely rub one out over her. No problem whatsoever. She is hot. She's also in the season two of Dexter, if you watch that one, so you have an idea of who I'm talking about. 
Question, why do we never see any black Chinese people? Always I happy to see this question. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I think it's because both of them spend so much time picking our cotton and building our railroads that they never had time to interbreed. <laughs> Which is a shame, because if you think about it, a black Chinese man would be the greatest slave ever. <laughs> A chink and a porch monkey. Together, a chinky monkey, if you will. Wow. You combine the black oh, man's Christ. ability to work in the fields all day long eating fried chicken with the Chinese man's ability of mathematics to work out optimal labor. <laughs> Probably why Tiger Woods was so good at golf. And fucking lots of women. <laughs> Even to a drunk guy, that's cold. <laughs> Damn. <sighs> uh, Question, how do they make a green jello green? They grind up the bodies of dead leprechauns. What did you think? That's what makes them taste like gold. Question, do you need a silencer to shoot a mime? No, but it helps. <laughs> it helps. Anything you can use to kill a mime is all right by me. Knives, stabbing weapons, your fists. If it kills a mime, it's all right by me. Best question ever. Question, is there such a thing as a Scottish-Korean, like in those Starburst commercials? What the hell is it with the, the, the intermixing? I, All right, go ahead. I've seen the commercials, but yeah. I don't know. No, because as any proper Scotsman would tell you, they wouldn't dirty themselves with a gook. <laughs> <laughs> Rule number one for Scotsmen, no gooks or fernians. Stay clean. Fenians. Fenians? Yes, fenians. Stay clean. Butchered. <laughs> it is. Well, I wouldn't really know. I've... You know I know what, what it means. Is? Oh, of course. That's why I put it in there for All you, right. sir. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Fuck you. Fenians are uh, the Irish who feel that Ireland should be one country. They're also, uh, they're also considered Irish Catholics as well. 26 plus 6 equals 1. And last question. Do you have any last words before your sentence is carried out? I regret I have but one quickening to give to my show. If you have a question you would like to have me answer on the quickening, please email me at Highlander1G at gmail.com. Well, and there's all the hypocrisy we talked about earlier in the show. Exactly. And I know exactly what you were going to do with the quickening. I probably would not have brought up the discussion. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes, you would have. No, well, all right. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wow, well, we're six minutes early. Uh, like I said, it was a short one, so yeah. Shit. Okay. Um, <clears throat> do you want to go to one last one? Or? Yeah. Criminal Genius Seeks Hitman on Facebook. Nice. nice. I like that. EscapistMagazine.com. A Pennsylvania teenager with murder, murderous intent, is looking at serious jail time after posting his ad for a hitman on Facebook. <laughs> That's so stupid, because everyone knows you're supposed to do it in Soldier of Fortune. You're Sorry. supposed to do it in Facebook. Isn't that what Craigslist is for? 19-year-old <laughs> No, that's for Adams. hooking up with 13-year-old girls. Oh, I got you. 19-year-old Corey Adams of Westchester, Pennsylvania, is in some serious trouble. He was accused of raping a 20-year-old woman after she left the party back in June of 2010, a horrific act in and of itself. But that's not his biggest problem. No. The wheels didn't really come off until he decided the best way to deal with the situation was to silence his victim by hiring a hitman on Facebook. Holy crap. I got wow. fi- I've got 500 on a girl's head who wants that bread. Hit me up. Wow. So he rhymed oh, he rhymed too. It. Yeah, he rhymed it. Hit me up any way possible. The budding criminal mastermind I wrote on his Facebook page. That should have been in quotation. His accuser <laughs> saw the message and called police telling him about the rape uh, and the contract. Leading detective Stan Billy to place or to pay Adams a visit at home. Adams agreed to meet with Billy at the police station for uh, more chit chat. But ten minutes later, he posted another Facebook update saying he needed this girl knocked off right now. Wait, wait, was this obviously girl the on his genius page? <laughs> obviously, oh, the genius yes. and criminal genius is in quotation marks on that one. They, obviously, they they caught you seeing something on Facebook, so you go ahead and post something else on the Facebook. Hey, really, you got to kill her real quick. 
The police responded to the second post and arranged for another officer to meet Adams in the guise of a hitman. That meeting fell apart, however, because Adams wanted to meet the victim first. Police videotaped that encounter and then confronted him about the Facebook post. He eventually admitted that he was upset about the rape accusation and agreed to plead to charges that included rape and solicitation to commit murder. Adams is looking at a sentence of 11 to 22 years in the slammer. In the slam? I think it's supposed to be the slammer. I think it's supposed to be slammer. Which is pretty steep, but a lot better than the 35 to 70 years he'd face if he went to trial and lost. Which certainly seemed likely, even his attorney acknowledging that, his public, that the public want ad for a hitman posted on the most popular social network on the planet, quote, certainly limited the defenses that were available to him. Insanity? Well, I plead to sit on the I plead, grounds that I'm an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know what? If yeah. you're the prosecutor, though, and you had this guy between 11 to 22 versus like 35 to 75, why the hell would you compromise so low? You got him dead to rights. I don't know. I, I think part of it's just they, they wanted it off the books because our, our, our judicial system goes so slow. So they figured it's if just they easier just, to this they just get it done, yeah, get him in the, want to risk get him in jail, like back, back out there. After 22 years in prison, well, 22 years, that's going to be gonna come out as well, with a shaved head, <laughs> a friggin' swastika in his chest, and walking funny. That's all he's going to get out of prison. He'll be a fan of Highlanders. <laughs> <laughs> no comment, huh? <laughs> Frozen <laughs> no. Uh, I'm using I'm uh, using my mental powers. You to suck. Melt your brain. <laughs> You stupid Irish gun! This this is why we need <laughs> this is why we need the cameras. Yeah, you this should see the look I just. You really got. need to see shit that goes on here. Well, hey, maybe if I get some uh, so we're funding for that computer, I'll. Well, you know, there's only three minutes left. Do you want to get to this one, or do you want to just? Uh, you know what? It's not really that much of an interest. No. We go through this really, kind of thing all the, the damn only, time. Yeah, the only reason I saw this one is because of the uh, other one from the Huffington Post. Right. It's kind of a kind a of tie in. Yeah, right. kind of like a tie in. All right, I guess we can actually end the show on time for a change, which is weird considering Baron's here. I figured for sure this thing would be derailed. Of course, it really, it kind of did. So, yeah, I didn't expect Watson to be the biggest, biggest asshole. So, was, but gentlemen, what did we learn? What did we learn today? <laughs> You're fat. <laughs> I'm not. And have fat. no sense of personal hygiene. <laughs> I apparently have fat and have no sense of. And, if and, the smartest and computer in the world knows all this, you just wait until 90 days after I'm done with the P90X. I'll come in here and crack your heads like a metro. When he goes to hire somebody from Facebook to do a fork. That's right. Because <laughs> he <laughs> quit after who, 30 Who wants that bread? Minutes. Hey, you know what? We got a radio show. Why don't you just ask now? I've invented the <laughs> PX9. Who wants to kill? Yes. Who wants to kill them? I'm sure there'd be a long list. There probably would be. Take a number. Uh, learn that uh, games can be good for your mental health in moderation. I learned that supercomputer is pretty funny. I learned not to mix, mix whiskey with beer. I learned the... You didn't know that? I, know the Irish. Okay. I thought it was wine and beer. Oh, no, it's definitely whiskey. It's definitely whiskey. There's you actually have, a, you have personal... There's a kind of drink you can drop a thing of... Uh, a shot of whiskey into a, into a... What is, what's it called? You drop a shot of whiskey into a... Uh, An Irish uh, car bomb? A car of... A car. Is that it? And then you have to drink yeah. four eight curdles? Yeah. yeah it's Irish car bomb. That's not like, uh, It's a... Uh, is it Bailey's you're supposed to drop in there? I learned that the PlayStation 2 is the best-selling video game console of all time. I think it would oh, no. probably be more accurate for you to have a, a shot of Michael Collins whiskey. And put that into it. I learned that I could do one hell of a death uh, yeah, no Death! Death! What? Jeez, that was even Jesus better. Christ. That was, hey, yours that was like your father or something like that. <laughs> like, okay, Actually, that. I think yours echoes, too. Really? Yes. Try it. Death! Lying. No. No. Wow. <laughs> yes, yes. That's your uh, okay. There you go. Before we blow out the eardrums of everyone listening, if we haven't let's already, let's stop now. Hey, they, that was more than enough. 
Okay, moving on. Okay, moving on. What else did we learn? I learned that Bear needs to call ahead and let us know that he's on the show, because this would have been a lot funner if you'd been here from the start. I would have actually uh, written some questions for you to ask uh, uh, Watson yourself. That would have, would have worked out. Um, I think I'm going to post a poll in the forums to see if people like the Watson interview, if we should ask Watson to come back on a regular basis uh, and, and see what, uh, what comes of that, if anything at all. You never know. Um, I learned that I'm trying to build a new rig for this damn thing. I've actually got the specs for it, which is kind of cool. Uh, uh, we learned how to get around a call center. Yeah, might actually come in handy. I want the rest of your crap, like base jumping or how to go train surfing. How to, and how to go base jumping? Yes. Base jump, I'm, you know, I'm thinking about, I don't know, would I actually go base jumping? No, no, no. Skydiving? Absolutely, in a second. I would go right now. Really? Oh, heck yeah. If, if, if we were like, let's go skydiving, I'd be like, let's go. I'd get in the car and drive there right now. Why? Why would you take the for what? The adrenaline rush. The adrenaline rush. Why do people ride roller coasters? Why do people, you know, do anything? Go to the doctor and get a prescription for steroids or adrenaline. Oh, what a waste of time that is. Right, okay. Cheaper, too, and you don't die. <laughs> and it's also uh, not illegal. Can't get steroids. Well, I, actually, I take that back. Because when I had uh, poison ivy, I had it so bad that the doctor actually prescribed a mild form of steroids. Which supposedly gets rid of poison ivy. I learned that people apparently don't want me to make fun of Michael J. Fox. I Look, guys, I didn't make fun of Michael J. Fox. That wasn't me. Take it up with the supercomputer, dude. I Bitch to him. <laughs> Write your hate mail to IBM. Don't send it to me. We didn't like your interview on we the We didn't like your interview. What the hell are you talking about? Having said that, programming notes. Do we have any programming notes? I don't think we do. No, we don't. Uh, we're pretty much on schedule. That's right. Fuck them. So, uh, sponsors. Thank you for Type Rag, our control servers, and... And Audible.com. Free audiobook if you sign up with Audible.com right now. Uh, we thank, none left, our show contributor and IRC Bitch for doing everything he does for the show. want to thank Nowise for putting up our podcast for us. And always, after I edit and mix it down and put it up, want to thank all of our sponsors. By the way, that quickening was brought to you by Martyrdom. Remember we said we were going to have oh, that's quickening. Right, yes. That's right. Sponsored by a different donor uh, for the uh, mic stands. Actually, I had to go out and get the mic stand for the third microphone. I have not done that yet. Uh, we haven't used it a great deal, so that cheapy, crappy one's going out the window. Baron, you'll get one like we do with the swim mics. Woohoo! I'm moving up. <laughs> yes, you are. Um, Join us on Facebook, Emperor's Court. Follow us on Twitter, Emperor's Court. I've, we've, I've used both to promote the uh, interview that went on tonight. Um, I don't think there's anything really uh, pressing or barren. Did do you we, have anything? Did we thank uh, the listener for listening? I think we always thank the listener for tuning in. If it wasn't for them, we'd still be doing this, but no one would listen to us. It would be rather weird. Yes, it would be. Um, are we? <laughs> are we broadcasting? No, <laughs> no, no we're best not. friend is his mother. Also, his prom date. <laughs> 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 What's your name, some good at this? It only cost me twenty dollars. Yes, the third mic is still on the uh, old stand because I didn't buy it because we haven't used a third mic. Yeah, practically at all. I, hardly ever. I, I think this is the first. Is this the first time? I've I think been, it is. Yeah, yes. we've had three. we've had three people in here. So. Yeah. You know, Apart from uh, the, the gnome tart, but then we just kind of hover over each other. Right. Gnome tart. Nothing ever came of that. I was kind of disappointed in that because they had some serious potential. It did. Well, it, it's like it's going 24 hours in a day. day. I know. You know? I, was, I would love you know to what? do. It would make a perfect t-shirt, though. 
I it would make a good t shirt. It would also make a really good show in and of itself if we did like a radio show. We should. Like that was a, what I wanted to do. That was like a spin off show. what I wanted to Nothing, do. Nothing, yeah. An actual, like a, a radio play. Like, yeah, like, back a, in the tw- like a half hour show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell you, we'll have the microphone. We've got the shit. We can get people together and actually do it. So. Old man, no hard. We already got the. We already got the intro. Gnome Tard and Watson, <laughs> roaming the countryside. No, Apparently, Watson's on wheels. Look <laughs> 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 the brave little toaster. <laughs> yes. No, his. No, that that would be Watson's grandfather. He's got a Wi-Fi oh, built in so he can broadcast. My grandfather was the brave little toaster. My mother was a vibrator. <laughs> oh, you beat me too, and I'm so mad. I was just about to say that. Oh, I hate when that happens. When I come up with something that I know is funny, but what happens, I take a second like, oh, that was really funny, and then someone says it. I hate that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this has been the Emperor's Court here on Versal Productions. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, Internet. With uh, Echo. Would that be wow. your thing, well, then? You're going to burn. spend my thing. Thank you, Baron, for that. Um, no Start raping no parts. <laughs> they should start designing no parts t-shirts. Uh, I I I always no. want to do the t-shirts. We never get around to it. Though. No I mean, one would get it. Or like or like the oh, you know, be, people. I mean, you have to be show. a fan of the yeah, show to get the thing. Right. right. Exactly. Let them design it. We'll hold on to it. All right, folks. We're out of here. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. Take so long, everybody. That's all we got. One goddamn hit. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway.